Great question. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Kind of Funny Podcast. I'm one of your best friends, Greg Miller, alongside the producer slash seducer, Nick Scarpino. Top of the afternoon to Top you, Top of the Greg. afternoon to you. Cheers. Cheers, man. Happy St. Patrick's Day. You as well. Fucking St. Patrick's Day. I have to sneeze. What's your problem with that? Sneezing to my right. I, the Hispanic heartthrob, Andy Cortez. Bite it, Andy. F- cover your mouth if you're going to do it. Purple. Purple. And Stop rounding it. out you're our quartet <laughs> of miscreants. Forbes. 30 under 30 winner, a.k.a. the second best baby blues in San Francisco, a.k.a. the engaged one at Tim Gettys, a.k.a. the two-time LaCroix Wonders contest champion, baby. No. Will it into existence? Oh, I heard you. Yeah, I was getting ready for the FCFL thing, which we'll talk about in a second. But yeah, what's going on with this now? The contest is back. And we're going to do it again? No. Absolutely. I, not. What do we have to do this time? Can we yeah. send the exact same photo? Last if time? we win, I will go to Disneyland during that weekend when they deliver. He'll go to Disneyland. That's what will happen. We're gonna yeah. win again. Two again, we're not, again, two time. Again, we talked about this earlier. This mm-hmm. company is just like floating out in a fucking whirlpool, and wherever it spits you out, you just gotta exactly. accept it. And have That's fun true. With it, right. Let the tide drag you out. Roll tide. As they it say. goes. It sucks you under. It sucks you off. Whatever. So what I'm saying to you is, I'm all for this, Tim. I'm all for this. Okay. Mm-hmm. But this office physically can't fit any more Lacroix in it. Eh? So what I'm saying is, how do we get it delivered to Kevin's house? And make yeah. a KFAF bit out of it. That's a question. Here. You know what I'm saying? There's no options. Wow. That's fucking What's hilarious, What's the deal with right? Roll Tide? Is that an Alabama thing? Yeah, yeah. Alabama yeah, Roll, roll tide? tide. They're the Crimson Tide. Mm. Also, they roll like Tide when they were doing it. It's, a, it's a, uh, an elephant is their mascot. Was them and the Longhorns, are they uh, like rivals? No, you're no, thinking uh, the really. War Eagles. Mm. The War Eagles. War Eagles. Yeah, uh, Auburn. Yeah. yeah, Auburn's War Eagle. Louisiana has a... They, they call their place the Swamp. The, they're the LSU Tigers. Mm. But Go UT Tigers, is but they not spell really, it weird, right? UT, the Longhorns have not been good in a long, long time, time, so they don't really time. have any rivals. How are the uh, the LSU Tigers? Because two of my good friends are from Louisiana, and they always say Go Tigers, but they spell it weird. G-E-A-U-X. Yeah, it's weird. It's cool. I don't like that at all. What? Mm. Why not? Get your French stuff out of here, right? It's I got cool. enough of that in my house. I don't need it's it when cool. I go watch football. Cool with a U? Spell with a U? Exactly. K-U-L with an umlaut on it. Umlaut. Yeah, Bachelorette sure. introduced me to this roll tie thing. The new Bachelorette was announced. Yeah. She keeps saying it. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck that means. Roll tie. She's from Alabama though. So. Yeah. They're very proud of it. They're mm. very proud I of can it. Tell. Well, dumb. just like they're getting you into sports, yeah. we might be getting some people into sports as well, Craig. That's right, and we'll get to that in a second. <laughs> if you didn't know, this is the kind of funny Back podcast. Each and every week. I think you're gonna get the intro in somewhere. Uh four best friends gather on this table, each coming to talk about what's going on in their lives. If you enjoy that, you fucking weird voyeur with your eyes Whoa, looking through the blinds. Those Whoa, are nice. those are nice shoes, Tim. Put your pants back on. Uh you can go to patreon.com slash kinda funny, watch us record it live, get the show early and ad free every Friday. No. Every wait, wait, I screwed it up. It's uh, every Tuesday now, every right? Friday, no, Friday. If you hack it, you could. No, Tuesday's yeah, not ad free. Ad free is on Tuesday on Patreon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fridays for free for everybody. And if you, if you got no money, no big deal. Go to youtubecom funny, roosterteeth.com, and podcast services around the globe on Friday. You can get it free, but with ads. Um, housekeeping for you. Mm-hmm. Kansas City. Your time is coming. Saturday, March 30th, we will be there for the Kind of Funny World Tour. You can come to the meet and greet for free. Walk on into that Flying Saucer Draft Emporium. But if you want to go a little bit further, you can come see us do a bunch of panels at Planet Comic Con. Uh, Nick Scarpino. Yeah. Sitting down with Henry Winkler for a panel. Can't wait. Tim, sitting down with the Power Rangers. Power Rangers. Greg, sitting down with Mick Foley. And then a separate panel, because it'd be weird to have him on the same panel. Uh, Superman. Dean Cain. Tom Welling, and then Michael Rosenbaum himself, friend of the show. And then Andy, sitting down with a couple of all. snacks. No, no, Andy's on, the, Andy's on the Kind of Funny podcast. That's also, there's also Andy, a Kind of Funny podcast. do you want to be on the Henry Winkler podcast with me? I'll watch it. On the panel? 
Are you a fan of Henry? The Henry? best thing is, is cool and immersive. The scheduling moment. worked out that all of these are separate events. So if you are going to Planet, uh, Comic. Planet Comic Con, you can have a whole day with Kind of Funny. Great shit. I'm sorry, you, you said who isn't a fan. I thought you said who is it to oh. Henry Winkler. I was about to be like, what? How do you not know who the Henry is? <laughs> He's the guy from. Uh, if you say Kansas City sucks, you love New York more. Remember, we'll be there April sixth. And if you say New York and Kansas City suck, we love Vancouver. We'll be there May fourth. Of course, all this information is up on kindoffunny.com/events. Uh, thank you today to our Patreon producers: Patrick Higgins, Ty Moore, Kieran O'Donnell, Gabe C, Sam Davis, Mike McLaughlin, Mark Freeman, Mohammed Mohammed, DJ Kento. Bert Meg, please come back. Also, forgive Bert, miss you, just Bert. forgive us, Bert. We're sorry. I'm, <laughs> I'm Bert Meg. And then today we're brought to you by Movement and Skillshare. I'll talk about that later. For now, let's raise a glass. Cheers, everybody. We own a football team. Yay! Yay! I saw somebody uh, tweeted us was like, "Hey, is this like a weird sequel to We Bought a Zoo?" Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally with a lot more contact. Uh, if you're live and you missed it, or if you're watching later and you just listened to the show and haven't heard us talk about it somewhere else, uh, we announced today uh, something that's been in, cooking for a while that we uh, own a football team in the FCFL, the Fan Controlled Football League. It's brand new. It'll be starting in December. First weekend in December is uh, first snap. The idea is this is an awesome, crazy, weird thing. Super, super weird where it's a it's going to be an entire football season in a studio out in Vegas uh, and it's going to be a 50 yard long field, 35 wide, two end zones that are eight yards deep. And the idea is that everything is controlled by you, the fans. So uh, I talked about this on the press conference today at the top of it to get out again, though. We own this football team. We have ownership in this football team. We didn't, for you, if you're one of these people, like, oh, my, hold on a second. I gave you money on Patreon for the future. Kind of funny. Why are you buying a football team? We didn't buy the football team. What we're investing isn't money. We're investing our passion, our audience, our brand. Obviously, this is the kind of funny team. Yeah. It's all, it's us, right? We're out there. I'm going to go to Vegas for these games. We legitimately own a football We're going to be streaming. <laughs> we stream the games, co-stream the, the games. Fuck? But the reason, like, we're going to get into it all, right? The reason I love it, and I'm so happy so many of you love it. Thank you so much. And if people who are on the fence about it, thank you so much for your question. But in terms of the Twitch chat today, it was awesome. Twitch chat was fantastic today. Good. And Patrick killed it too, uh, who's you know one of the co-founders Patrick's of the fucking great, man. He was on here talking about it with me, right? Great energy. That and night. so Patrick is a, is a kind of funny best friend. He came up to me at the Game Awards about his cancer, actually, at the time. We talked about that. Then he bounced. And then like a couple weeks later, he emailed me. He was like, hey, here's the update on my cancer. Also, I'm doing this thing, and I think you guys would be a good fit. And so the idea behind uh, the Fan Control Football League, the FCFL, is the idea that Every team has a team captain, if you will, like a face of it, right? That is motivating his or her audience base to get in there. So right now, announced is kind of funny, but then Chad Ochocinco, uh, Richard Sherman, Marshawn Lynch, Prince Roy, and there's a bunch of other Royce. crazy Royce. names. Royce. Sorry, I don't know who he is. He's not my prince, and I'm never going to acknowledge him as this. <laughs> right? There's one. My I have prince. one prince. It's Prince. Yeah. <laughs> no. Thank you. That's my biggest problem with this Prince Six Royce. Six point something million followers. To <laughs> well, you know what? I could fake it too if I wanted to. But every one of my 1.2 now because they're falling because so many of them were fake Twitter followers. Real. <laughs> All right. Real. real. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, is to go and get motivate your audience to come in there too. And so like when Patrick emailed me about it and I talked about this in the press conference, it was this thing of this sounds weird by and it was, but it was in the middle of a morning where I was like doing a bunch of other emails. And so then that night I double back and reread it and actually was like, wait, this sounds awesome. Because again, if you don't know, the idea here is that. We're bringing you our brand, obviously, of kind of funny, and our audience, you guys in there, and we let you make the football team. You can go right now to kindoffunny.com slash FCFL. You can submit what you think the team should be named. Well, they're going to go through and gather up the best, the most popular responses, put them into a poll then that then we vote on, and that becomes the name of the team right now. Yes, Milk Mommy's doing very well. 
I'm not okay the with The Milk this. Mommies are doing very well in terms of a team I'm name. telling you right now, they knew what they were getting themselves into yeah. when they asked oh, us no, to they partner don't, with us. They don't care. It's more about us. When we started talking about cool names, man, sky's the limit. But Andy, I found, I think, brought one of the coolest names ever to the table. What did you say, Andy? The what Renegades. You, the Renegades. That doesn't mean that's not it us. It just sounds cool. Renegades. It's just so fucking it's cool. Can, now, you see the, can you see the 80s? Like, like red grid. and black. Now, real quick, the other thing from the Twitch chat and that I'm seeing on the subreddit get a lot of... Rascals? The aces. The wild aces. And you know what they want? Then I was talking about as much as I hate Johnny Ace because he's a piece of shit. The thing we could do then is get... He's your biggest fan. We could get a Johnny Ace mascot made. With like the j- big foam I mean, head. We have and access to Johnny Ace. No, we, Johnny can just go. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, he's hanging up in the closet get a right mascot. now. Johnny Ace could come out and do. You know yeah, no, that'd be great. Yeah. Like the big head Ace yeah. where he's like, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. But like, it has to be nothing but tennis themed. It will be so sure. confusing. To do <laughs> sure. And why is the football mascot a tennis so, player? And again, <laughs> so once, awesome. once we pick a name, right? Then you guys fan submit logos. You think the it should aces? be, and we all vote on that. So if somebody. <laughs> If the Wild Aces make it, and then the logo's a tennis racket with Johnny Ace, like, rocking out on it. Well, I'm not going to understand like, any of this. So, are the teams going to be called, like, Beast Mode something, and, like, the Richard Sherman ball, like... Not unless dinner. So they don't, they, have, to, they, they don't have to represent a city or anything? No, oh, no, 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 no. I will yeah. say this, though. If you want to call them the San Franciscans, I'm totally for it. I love the idea of just... Aces like the aces. Yeah, no, totally. And then the hashtag. And then the hashtag is aces wild. Yeah. Like hashtag aces yeah, wild. That's we gotta keep kind of funny in there. I feel right? like we need kind of funny in there. That's why the renegade doesn't work. I want the it's logo. Like this needs I want to the be logo on a helmet about us. But you we drink it. Gatorade. That doesn't benefit us at all. Either. Aces wild. So, anyways, you're voting on the name. You're voting on the logo. You're voting on the colors. The coaches will interview live stream when you vote on which coach you want. When the draft comes on, you vote on who you want to see drafted. And then uh, when the game's actually playing, you vote on what play the offense should run. Yeah, that's the cool part. Yeah, is that it's really really interactive. It, there's I don't know if you showed the video or whatever oh, yeah. that we got. Not here, but, yeah, but I mean, it's, on just, the it's cool that the plays will come up. People will have fun with it. Yeah. And that's it's fun. It's it's your opportunity to like be a mobile. Monday morning quarterback. Is that what they, is that the correct sure. phrase? Exactly. Actually be actually be exactly. The, the, like. Friday. So for me, somebody who's constantly bitching at Jason Garrett and Scott Linehan, it's like, why do you constantly run the ball on first down? Do something different. Why do you run the ball on second and 11, Greg? Yeah, Throw the ball for once, dude. Throw the ball! Now, now I can't complain about that, because now I'm calling the plays. You yeah, know what I mean? shots. Well, that's the best thing. So like, uh, uh, what I love about it, and why, again, I've talked about this, why I think it's such a great fit for us, is that I am intimately familiar listener and or viewer that many of you don't give a flying fuck about sports as evident when we do game over greggy show topic breakouts and they would just fucking eat shit that's why this is exciting to me is you pitch this to me and i'm like i don't okay like you're really gonna need to sell me on this and you start you start going through the whole thing it wasn't until the wwe angle that i'm like okay well i get this and that's my thing so i think for me personally why i believe in this right and why i want to be a part of this and why this is like this is my passion project right like he came to me i came to you guys and pitched it to you and like obviously you and nick don't really like football so it's like whatever andy does and i think he saw something in it when i was talking about it and we went to lunch with pat but for me and i think this is for the best friends too it opens us up in a, several different ways of why I think this is cool, even if you don't care about football. Number one being that this isn't about watching football. It's about playing a game. We are all playing a game together. And I don't even mean the game of football. I mean the game of can we get life. the kind of funny team, whatever they end up being called, life. The, the kind of funny team, can we get them to the championship, right? Can we, the make, fun, yes. can we make fun of Chad Ochocinco enough to get him mad, right? Oh, yes. And it's that thing of 
even if you don't care about football, the first off, what I love about it and what's good for me is somebody who I was bitching last this season, right? About how I dropped off watching the Bears. It, games are an hour long. It's a running clock. So you go and it's over in an hour, right? High scoring. There's no kicking. It's all about action. When somebody's watching this, right? If you're into football, great. But if you're not and you just want to pick plays, great. If you just want to sit in the Twitch chat, like this is, you know, an exclusive to Twitch thing. If you're in the Twitch chat using the extension uh, there, voting on that, you're hanging out with us. You already hang out and listen to us talk about shit you don't care about all the time. So if you don't care about sports, it's a chance to hang out with us while we fuck around and do stuff. And yeah, it's going to be Andy, I'm sure, co-streaming these games sometimes and being like, everybody fucking do this, do this right now. Blah, 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 I wanted this. And then it's also going to be Andy sitting there fucking tinkering with a guitar eating a DiGiorno's pizza not giving a shit about the game yeah like that's still what this is this isn't hey guess what we're getting super serious with sports all this stuff and what you're talking about is why I'm excited and what I was talking about in the in the reddit thread today right like I'm excited because first off I think it's a great way to do something different with our audience Mm -hmm. like another chance to hang out in both hey we're gonna hang out on twitch once a week now do this but also hey I'm gonna be in Vegas a couple times more than I ever am and guess what I'm in the tickets are free to this here's how you get them come to the thing pack it let's all wear kind of funny merch let's all be crazy like let's all be antlers let's all be loud mouth antler sports hell yeah dude and that's what I'm here for because so we we know that Marshawn Lynch is there we know Chad Ochocinco there's other people that they haven't officially announced yet Mm -hmm. but we know Mm -hmm. and it's Freaking ridiculous, ridiculous that our name is going to be next to their name and we're going to be able to talk so much shit about them. Yeah. And I, I don't know if anyone it's else already started. Care. You know what I mean? And yeah. Marshawn Lynch, a coward. Chad Oshosinko, a coward. That's they haven't the said thing. anything back. Are they going to get back to us? Who gives a Prince fuck? Robbie Prince Robbie hasn't said anything. Prince Robbie hasn't said anything. He has no shit. No matter what the team ends up being, whether it's Milk Mommies, whether it's the Aces, whatever it is. Can you imagine this arena filled with people holding up Bell, either like mommies, Johnny Ace Mommies? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now because I'm Kevin. You can just see everything. Yeah. Every other team's gonna be something that's kind of cool but makes sense. Yeah. That's my thing. This is like Mama Mama leche. Mama leche. This is my thing. <laughs> Bottom to top on this thing when they when they pitched it to me when we got it and everybody's coming and everybody's already been announced. I'm not. I mean, I'm gonna talk mad shit. Like I'm. I was talking about the subreddit, right? Like I think it's cool to have this thing for us to do with the audience and something it's cool to give me a no chance to perform play for our team where I, <laughs> nobody, they don't care they're gonna be the most popular hey, team out controlled. there they need to shut the fuck up yeah exactly but like uh, for me to perform and like yeah i was talking about like on kfaf i want to come in like during the season like all sorts of sports right and you know this is going to quickly go be, yeah. from professional greg's excited to hang out and do all stuff to it's heel greg i'm yeah. i'm a heel with sunglasses on now and i'm talking shit about everybody i don't know why but i just remind i just imagine you are going to come in with a giant cowboy hat like the, like every, the, every time we win, it gets bigger. Oh god, just bigger and just get more southern and just get yeah. more draw yeah. and like yeah. just have fun with it. And so again, that's the thing is like if you don't care about it, the theatrics we're going to give you. If you like, it, I just saw a heel Greg thread the other day on Subreddit. It's great. it's great. But then again, yeah, it is the thing of the reason they came to us. Of course, is you kind of funny best friend and. How awesome you guys and gals already are, right? You're in terms emotional of, yeah, I was burping. Oh. I'm drinking beer. It was one of those things. Where I'm like, God damn, Greg! Like you are holding together. Hey, today's a celebration. You yeah, know? we gotta start having champagne in the office more because I feel like this would have been a good occasion. But I was like, oh, I didn't think to bring any. Whatever. Anyways, uh, it's the one hand of hanging out more. It's the one hand of getting to perform and be a goofball. But it's on the other hand that like they came to us because they understand how dedicated the audience is to us. Yeah, it is totally three hands. Love it. Uh, it but it's. So much more than that, because I guarantee that like people like Chad Ochocinco, sure. Mm-hmm. People like Marshawn Lynch, sure. I don't know who's going to be motivated to go to Vegas to see their game. They'll watch online or see what's it all about. Blah, blah, blah. We yeah. don't got friends. 
We got a family. When we're we're like, about to show the fuck up to this. I want every like I want it to be just fucking insanely loud when the milk mommies are playing, and then when anybody else is there, just quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Give us some milk. <laughs> Dude, okay. I'm just I'm not not that I don't want it to be called the Aces, but I'm starting to get sold on milk mommies, and here's why: we can bring a real cow in, a real cow. Oh my god! <laughs> Do you see Cut what I'm saying? The teeth. Like, there's got to be a cow in Vegas someplace we can rent. There's got to be a cow we can rent. You know oh, what yeah. I mean? Oh, yeah, there is. And, there, and, it's, and it's just a mom. Like, the, the, the mascot is like a mom with just holding a cow on a leash. Dude, I don't know. This like, is horrible. Like, like, you know that you're now willing this into existence. Us having this conversation means the milk fucking mommies is going to win. The milk mommies. Yeah, <laughs> Patrick told that story of with like in general with the the screaming eagles, which was their thing, right? Uh, the test case in the AFL. Screaming eagles versus the milk. Mommies. No, that's not a that's not a team anymore. But it was like thinking he was like, if you want to call us football McFoot, football face, it could happen. And that's like the one that started rising. He's like, oh fuck, what did I do? <laughs> well, yeah, we can wheel it in. But again, with the milk mommies. A great name, the kind of funny milk mommies, right? But then imagine the the football helmet. Kevin's face. And think of like the, the old helmet. Titans logo. Remember? Yeah. Think of it with like the milk mommy, <laughs> like the a caricature of Kevin with oh, the, the Buccaneers two, logo. Two, oh yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. <laughs> with the two jugs of milk, and it's just the outline and stencil on the thing. What's gonna be amazing is that first that first game where it's the whatever fucking screaming eagles, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then the announcer has to say the kind of versus the mommy. kind of funny milk mommies. <laughs> we need kind and of funny. Jacked in out, hundred percent. Yeah, Jacked out dudes run out onto the fucking field <laughs> with just a picture of Kevin's fucking face on their helmet. I hate, I hate that it's starting to win me over. No, I'm telling you right now. It's, because, but that's, that's the thing about this, right? Yeah. Is the, uh, the whole idea behind this is that it's not traditional football. So why yeah, not have no. fun with it? It's, it's, it's going to be faster. It's going to be like just looking at the size of the, of, of the field. It's going to be fucking nuts. It's going to be chaos. It's going to be so much fun. Here's the thing. I could give... No fucks about football less than I do right now, right? Yeah, I want to see this shit because it's like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, we this is ours now. Yeah. We got to fucking win. We got to go hard. I want to be cheering. Are you think I'm not going to be there cheering for the fucking milk mommies? Milk mommies. I don't know that I will. I don't know about this milk mommies Let thing, guys. It's Let just it check. is funny to Let think about. Yeah, like, you, you see it so many times where it is they come up feeling like, hard fight. Like, well, it's all about the milk mommies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were out there and when I heard him say mama leche, <laughs> I, I knew that was when it was time to do it. Well, dude, hey, that's the other thing though that's really cool about this is again, I am probably the least familiar with football at this table. Yeah. Uh, including Nick, because I don't know. I probably know way history? more about football than you do. Yes. Yeah. You, you uh, played in the band too. But yeah. with the uh, arena idea, right? Yeah. So it's inside, which means that you're going to be able to hear the fucking cheers, which means like this is going to be, if we make it, which we're going to, more like wrestling than anything. Sure. Where oh, it's yeah. like, you know, traditional football stuff, you don't hear the crowd like chanting things. Yeah. I'm oh, sure yeah. they cheer oh, every yeah. once in a while, but like the outdoor, like the sound just dissipates, right? Yeah. Oh, no, this we're going to fucking we can make have this place milk deafening. mommy just echoing, Mama Leche. God. God. <laughs> what are some other names? What are some other forerunners in your guys' mind? Body? Where did that even come from? It's because I kept you. calling you daddy. Oh. And then we needed to call Kevin something. And, and you, kept, you we, said I said mommy. And you said milk mommy. <laughs> Probably talking about chocolate milk or whatever. But somehow that became the that, name that for face. the photo yeah. that he yeah. took. Yeah. Well, that's uh, well, that's because I tweeted. Yeah, I put it on Instagram for, my, for my <laughs> Mother's Day. I said a happy, happy Mother's Day to all the milk mommies out there. 
will never forget that, dude. I, I forgot it. I will never forget that. Oh my god. I for, yeah, that's yeah, so great. It's coming up you again. figure Milk Mommy's uh, Wild Ace is kind of funny. Best friends isn't easy. Yeah, that's I mean, the easy one. Here's my thing. It's like, you know me. The I'm always the jokers. I'm trying to think of the business of yeah, like, jokers. How can this benefit us the most? Kindoffunny.com. Subscribe to kindoffunny.com. Something like that. That's good. But, but I'm trying to think about this. It's like kind of funny. Whatever it is, it needs to be the kind of funny somethings, right? Milk Mommy is as funny as that is. And trust me, it's fucking funny. Fucking genius. I feel like something about the ace is like it's ace better man. for like uh, for branding. branding. Because in, there we have you, mascot. You tell me that people aren't going to want to wear a shirt that says Milk Mommy? <laughs> what I'm saying is like the cosplay <laughs> idea that we brought up today? last week on kind of, kind of Funny Podcast, right? Yeah, yeah. Imagine this arena filled with, with aces. You know what I mean? I, look, I think they There's both something sell. Here. But again, this is again going back to our style. It's gonna be whatever it will be. I don't think we could. I don't think we could. Uh, we could take this. We got, we can't curb this. This is just sheer creativity. Whatever the audience wants. I mean, I say there's a conservatively 99% chance Kevin's face on the side of a football helmet come, come December. And I'll tell you what, in, in, perfect, in perfect us fashion, people will be like, I don't get this. I'll never get this. This is the stupidest inside joke and might tank the league. What if they win? What if they win? And fucking like ESPN Sports Center has to be like, and the FCFL championships happen, and the Milk Mommies beat the Dragons. <laughs> I think it's fucking great. <laughs> Fuck, it's so good. It's the, only so good. the only reason I really, really want the aces Fuck. is because I think those uniforms would look so fucking cool. Sure. Because Milk Mommies, they'd be like kind of white, I'm, I'm thinking like a gross. like Oreo oration, like like a baby blue and oh, white. Sorry, no, we're going colors. kind of funny colors, no matter what. Yeah, I'm pink and blue. They know. They fucking okay. know okay. about okay. this branding. The only time I'd make an exception is if it's something ace related, then it has to be the Johnny Ace colors. Yeah, that's, what I'm, that's that. what I'm thinking. Well, that yeah. could be the neon pink and the neon blue, and like that would be fine. Or you know what I mean? Neon pink, neon blue for for no matter what the team is. Yeah, you know okay. what I mean. Just, like, then is, let's just say that's what it is. You know what I mean? Has to. Yeah, okay. It has to be. I think that's that's a given. You know what I mean? Yeah. The real I question just, is I how just, many like the fans can submit their logos. Do they? How many of the final ones we vote on are just going to be Andy Cortez? Because <laughs> we're like Andy, cancel everything you're doing and make <laughs> make, a, make five variations of Milk Mommy. <laughs> I, I just I just. There's, if we go with the aces, there, I just want there to be a reality where you know that shot where the camera always just finds the team owner like up in the booth. Yeah, can you just imagine where it's it's just a shot of Johnny Ace, but it's Sir John L Ace Esquire M D. Whatever else we decide to put on the just camera. There like, <laughs> no, no, it literally it'll be Johnny on his phone doing selfies. Yeah, just <laughs> drinking a margarita. I don't know. I'm, I'm there in like the sunglasses and cut off shirt, just crushing wings oh next to you. <laughs> Everyone else is like backed away trying to they, get. They cut to you and like you're clapping. Like why is he celebrating? Another time, like and they bring out diet cokes. <laughs> like, <laughs> or, like, or, or he's watching a different game. <laughs> I love so much game. that they're gonna regret this so bad. No and way. And there's nothing they can do. They can't about do anything about it. There's, it's fan controlled. We got the fans. We're gonna control this but goddamn league. But that's I feel like that's what too. they want, right? Of like, course. That's the concept. Is like you can't. You gotta. Let the creativity I don't be. know if they know what they're getting into with But us. here's the, here's they, where I mean, it gets they really interesting. They didn't know when it was Justin TV. They didn't know. Here's where it gets really interesting, right? Yeah. We obviously want people putting in names for us and all that shit. We need to start putting in names for the other people. We yeah. need to start infecting the other teams yeah. and giving them bad names. Uh -huh. or the then go, and then And then it has to be like when Chad Ocho Single's like, yeah, I want to be named whatever this thing is. We go and make everybody vote for the other thing just to fuck with us. <laughs> 
We pick one of them. Oh. We just pick one of them to needle. And Chad Ochocinco seems like the one yeah, to needle. You know it's why? like when people were trying to get uh, really bad ratings for Captain Marvel. And they were like vote bombing. They were like, like review bombing them. You know what I mean? That like we could negative. send them it's, over it's there. Like that, but fun. You know? Yeah, we could right. send them over yeah, there. Yeah, they're in good humor. And have yeah. them vote to be for very, like to the be least so appealing one. Like to be extremely, extremely clear, I'm going to say horrible things about every other team captain slash owner yeah. in this league, and I don't mean it. I'm it's just there to yeah, fuck around. Wrestling. But with, when I say check the backyard of Chad Ochocinco for the bodies, all right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> all right. Maybe you don't get a suit. Maybe don't get. Maybe don't do live. I just said it's a joke. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's parody. Parody account. Exactly. You, know, you live in the same neighborhood as Roger Stone? Who's Roger Chad Stone? Chad Ochocinco? Does he really? Yeah. That's because he tweeted out when Roger Stone got arrested. Oh, yeah. He tweeted out, like, I do remember that. Shit. Like, all the feds are here. That's crazy. That'd be fucking nuts to see. Look down your look down your block and you see Roger Stone getting Being arrested. Raided. <laughs> like, uh, cool. Here's I what I popcorn. saw. Saturday night. Yeah. Jean Vive Saint Ange and I love my life. We're going out to see one Captain Marvel mm. in Dolby Cinema. My fucking man. Mm-hmm. And uh, we went to get a bite to eat beforehand, and so we went off of a Powell there, right? And we we're walking up along the way, and we're just walking, and you know, you pass the cable cars, and there's a cable car up ahead, and I heard it doing its little ding, ling, ding, ling thing, trying to get people out of the way, mm-hmm. and I looked up, and I go, ah, oh, Jen, there are people fighting in the street, <laughs> and she went where, and I'm like. Right there, and literally, we're across the street, and there was a drunken St. Patrick's Day Saturday night brawl out there yeah. of people, and like it was the Jen kept describing when you're telling people of just no, like it's just part of the celebration that slap of meat hitting, you know what I mean? It. When it's just bam- and it was yes. like these motherfuckers were brawling, wow. and they were trying to keep them separate, and then one of them got pushed over like the security fence, and another dude came and it clocked him, and then then it was like they they, they do that, you know World how star. you've been there where somebody you're somebody trying to break up a fight and you do the little juke move like it's fine you're breaking it up and then you know it's really on you yeah. do the juke and you're over and everybody's there blah blah and then I had to do the shitty thing of course where I was like all right well this is fun but let's go one probably has a gun <laughs> we just walk. you know you can't you <laughs> let me ask you when question. I was going to college when yeah. I was going to college and you saw a street fight you're like oh fuck get the popcorn of the chairs let's yeah, have someone watch this 2019 can't trust anybody Next somebody's to the got a gun cars can now? I ask you no, question no, no. was there a small part of Greg Miller that that crazy little part that was like I want to oh, sure. yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. get it on this because well, we've always talked like, about you you are a fucking like you're just a you're just a high tension cable oh, yeah. waiting to oh, snap God, one yeah, of yeah. these days so I, I do the thing where I, I you daydream about that oh, yeah. somebody trying to start shit on the street and it's like fucking dude I got 36 them. years of pent up rage yeah. you have bare strength I've talked you about this before you picked the wrong guy <laughs> <laughs> just pick him up a soup yeah exactly but yeah no and then it started like we were going and I was still gonna cross the street and turn because they were ways up but then it started like spiraling out not towards us but towards us like in our direction I was like ah fuck let's walk a little faster I don't want this fucking no dude I, I went out uh, Sean Finnegan hit me up uh, because he I saw that yeah he was uh, uh, up here for I think his sister's graduation but I was like hey you want to grab drinks I didn't get a chance to say bye to him uh, before he left to go do his new job over at Hunter Thieves um, so I was like yeah I'll come out not realizing that I had all like all day people had been drinking if you're not familiar with St. Patrick's Day in San Francisco it used to be all day Sunday they moved it back to Saturday it's like Black Friday it's like a week now it's ridiculous and everyone starts drinking. The parade, I guess, is at like noon, and everyone's hammered by like two. Is there a parade? There is a same. There is a parade, parade. Yeah, yeah, on Market Street. Um, and so in my neighborhood, around I go out at ten o'clock. Everyone is beyond drunk to the point where we go over to the Palm House, which is normally like you just walk right in, you sit on the patio, whatever. There's a line. There's a security guy and a line. I'm like, oh man, I'm not waiting fucking line to go to get a drink with Sean. Like, I'm just gonna make him. He's coming out, and I'm not going to this fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. But he's like, I text him. He's like, hey, they'll take five seconds. My other friends in here with me. Like, just just wait in line. I stand in line. It's me, two other girls in front of me, and the security guard. 
Then slowly but surely, people start to file in behind me. Drunk people, mostly dudes, douchebags. I'll just mm-hmm. say it. Fucking they're douchebags, right? <laughs> fucking these douchebag dudes, right? Yeah. Yeah. With their Pop fucking collars. Like, they're like, then they all look exactly the same. Chubbies, they're all kind of douchey. They all got kind of cool hair. They all got beards. beards. I finally, yeah, I'm like, fuck, I'm kind of one of these guys. I kind of um, wish I was. They all look like Johnny Ace. <laughs> and literally, I'm like, all right, it's, it's fine. I, I have. I have patience. I can just wait the five minutes it's going to take. And these guys start crowding me. And then they do the drunk thing where they're like stumbling into me and they look at me like I touched them. And I'm like, no. And I've never been. Like, More I, arm lock. I, it was one of those things where I'm like, I feel like I'm going to get in a fight right now. Yeah. Because these guys are so drunk. They're not understanding that they're invading my space. And I'm trying to be cool. And then they start cutting in front of me. And then the guy looks at me like I cut in front of him. And I'm like, you have no concept of time or space right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was in, I've been in front of you for five. But you can't argue with a guy that's so drunk yeah, that I was here first. So finally, I was like, I just texted Sean. I was like, I'm, I'm going to get into a fight if I stand here long enough because there's five dudes looking at me and I can't tell if they want to be my friend or kill me. So I'm just going to go. And then he, he came out. We went to another bar that didn't have a line. But it's it's crazy. It's a also, doggy dog world out there. It's a doggy dog world mm-hmm. out there. Yeah. St. Patrick's Day. Is it a doggy dog massive world? Place. Doggy dog world. Massive of a, a day, massive of a week. I don't like what, it What the fuck is St. Patrick's Day? I don't, what I don't even know. is it? It's a fucking excuse. What are we celebrating? Drink. Uh, but we know. St. Patrick. We were downtown. He drove the snakes out of Ireland. Santo. Near, near IGN, we were, I don't remember what the fuck I was doing. All I had to pick up Gia. And uh, I pick her up, and I'm just like, we ended up going to, <laughs> to Pedro's. Got, got some burritos. Look across the that street, first off, Pacville Park, or AT&T Park. Now, uh, Oracle. Oracle Park. Yeah. And I'm like, all Sucks. the signs are changed. I'm like, that happened fast. Fuck you. Yeah, big Don't like that moment. at all. Um, then I look around, I'm like, oh, fuck, it's St. Patrick's Day. Because you just see everybody wearing green. That ugly and I'm like, fucking color green that you no guys, one looks good like, at. I, I don't think I've ever seen people that young. Like... Dude, that, that was like, that old. was surprising. But, but they, I'm like, you're you're, you're probably no. 16. Like, I was sitting. I, uh, the, the missus and I went to the ferry building to grab lunch, and we saw the last remnants of it. And I, it was a ton of high school people, which was weird. Because I'm like, I normally I'm like, okay, everyone looks like a high school kid, even though they might be seniors in college. But I'm 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 watching this hordes of kids come in, and I'm like, no, these are these young are children, young kids who are maybe 15, 16, just drinking in the streets. And I'm like, Good for what, them. What, I'm like why did their parents let them go out in this chaos? And then gotta learn something. I guess so. I don't and then know. so when we're Parents leaving, this van drives Parents by. This understand. giant fucking van with the door open, oh, yeah. with just a bunch of dudes wearing green, hanging out, screaming, "God knows what!" It's I don't terrible. even fucking know. And they're hanging out of this van. Yeah. And I'm like, they're gonna. Someone's did, dead. Did part of you someone's think this is how you know you're old? Because you look at that van and you go, "I hope they, I hope it just goes like this and tips over. All of them die." Jesus. Well, I'm fucking well, I don't know if that's an old like thing. As much as a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, I just I have zero patience for people. Like I, and you know what the sad thing is, I recognize fully that there are a good number of years where I was that douchey asshole sure. kid, or or Hanging you know, like I saw, van. like I literally walked to my it's corner store on Saturday night uh, to get to get the missus and I Oreos. some Oreo cookies. I knew it was gonna be Oreos. And really? uh, wow, I look it. over and there's a group of maybe like 21 year olds just drinking beer right out front of the liquor store. And I'm like. The balls on you guys. Wait, they just oh. went into the liquor store, buy a six pack of fucking like beer and walked out and opened them up and, and started drinking. I was like, this is not Mardi Gras. This is a neighborhood. This is, not, I got, this is a neighborhood. I got very confused by you saying there's like a group of like 21 year olds. There we go. <laughs> just picture like 20, 20 like 21 year old babies. <laughs> there's one beer, fucks them all up. There's <laughs> this hammer. Take a sip, take a sip. <laughs> no, it was just, uh, and I fully recognize that I used to be those guys, right? Like, I, whenever I see a group of, of like 20 something dudes, and by the way, like per dude, it gets five times exponentially louder as oh, they're yeah. walking, oh, yeah. screaming at each other, fuck, fucking bro, fuck, fuck, bro, bro, fuck, bro. I'm like, I hate these fucking guys, but then I think back and I'm like, I used to be that guy. You and Tyroot, Craig Baird. Yeah, Baird-on. me, yeah, Tyroot, Doggy Craig Baird on, Doggy Dog, we used to go and we used to just fucking <laughs> be loud as shit. Like, I, I remember distinctly, I think you were at this, the Halloween party at Craig Baird house. Yeah. Like, 
long time ago when his neighbor count came downstairs and we were all yeah. fucked up on yeah. his stoop and his neighbor's yeah. like hey guys I hate to ask this but like I have a newborn baby upstairs could you guys not, not be here congregate right here could you not be screaming and smoking and like blowing smoke upstairs and like just, could you just go back inside and we were like Aah! and like Chris Oster was pussy. dressed as the dude from fucking uh, whatever that what was that PlayStation infamous game? infamous yeah, yeah. it was an infamous year yeah. yeah it was a great year it was weird it was yeah. a great year it was a, good, a really good costume <laughs> one of my best group costumes of all time anyway Shout out to, I mean, I don't know. To be fair, though, <laughs> to shout out to, I was going to say shout out to the fact that they did, they did, in fact, move the parade to Saturday because I didn't realize, like, Sunday, I'd rather Saturday and then Sunday is a little the bit day more relaxed. Because it's mm-hmm. a little crazy when, like, data breakers happens and it's Sunday and you see people fucked up on, at, like, 5 p.m. on a Sunday. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying to get they my head They still were, though. I went out to eat at uh, Nopalito and they have that outdoor section. And uh, it was, yeah, we got there at like 7 o'clock and there was a group outside that I was like, oh man, that's a big table. We, should, maybe we had a group and maybe we'll get a table, that table. And we're sitting there talking and then like you start hearing their conversation and noticing the dude's got like the, his hair dyed like I used to, but like a streak of blue. And then his dog's like tied to him. And then she's got like rock climbing shoes and yoga pants on. And then he's got like a guitar. And then that guy's got a skateboard. And I'm like, oh, you're all fucking hammered. You came out of the park. You were all hanging out yeah. in the park, hacky sack. Yeah. Here, you guys sure up, he, they got their like empanada and like the girl's like don't eat it without me and she went away and the guy's like ah. <laughs> and sure enough she came back five minutes later what the fuck <laughs> they were doing that whatever that fucking thing is that people Molly. do where they tie a Molly. rope from one tree to the other and walk across it <laughs> tied rope slack what is it called Kev slacklining slacklining that's that's some shit people do we're like know. hipsters, like like these fucking no crazy hipsters. I love Greg that you just explained. You're like, oh, there's this person, this person. I'm like, what are you like? What you is saw this that, the Breakfast Club? You saw like, it start to escalate though. All yeah, these yeah, weirdo, yeah, the weirdo park types. Gotcha. And it was okay. one of those weirdo dogs with the two colored eyes. I don't trust that. Holy I God. saw a person. I was at Mount Aloha. That's where Sean Mount and I Aloha. ended up going because uh-huh. uh, there was no line there. I was like, oh, we'll go in, and it was actually pretty nice because we could sit down. Anyway, crowded. You know, have you ever been to Mount Aloha? Where it's like the, the entrance to it's the, was right next to the bar, so people. Like you have to squeeze by and then it kind of opens up. I'm sitting there ordering or trying to order a drink and I feel something rub against my leg and I look down. Someone brought their fucking golden retriever into a bar at midnight on St. Patrick's Day. And I was like, what are you doing? What? Like, nah, take your th- fucking dog home. That would have saved the hangout for me, man. You would have liked it? Yeah, I would have loved that, was, dude. I, I just felt bad dogs. for the dog. I'm like, this dog's going to get stepped on. Yeah. He's going to eat people everywhere. Eat stuff, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's going to be licking the fucking ground and then give you kisses and then your whole face goes up and... Some sort Shingles. of weird bacterial infection. <laughs> yeah. Well, Kevin, you can't stop when the dog starts giving Kevin. you kisses. Yeah, yeah. Starts kissing oh, you. You go. You just close your eyes. It's like, it's like heaven licking you. Mama Mookie. Come on, Mookie. Mama Mookie. Come on, Mookie. <laughs> yeah, I think I I distinctly remember the last St. Patrick's Day where I had like St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. And it was I was it was at the old place, obviously. And me and Mike Mitchell went down into the lower hate, and we went to Wing Wings, and we ordered green wings, and we convinced Fran to come out. And then we went to the we went to Mad Dog in the Fog in the back there. How are they Dog green the wings? Fog. I forget. They still do it. It's Don't it's uh, uh, one of their herbs they do. It's like a blend they do, and then toss them in or whatever. It's good. Colored food coloring? No, no. It's it's based on like I, like cool. I forget if it was cilantro or parsley or whatever. Hmm. You get in there, you get a good uh, base going. It's kind of like um like a pesto cherry or a pesto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, and then we went to Mad Dog in the Fog. Uh, a former Sony high up who I'll, will remain nameless came out. Uh, Nate Ahern came out, and it just—it was one of those things that kept escalating, and we kept drinking. And then Fran kept trying to leave because he had to go home and do his like taxes. I think that makes sense. Actually, he was gonna—he had to go home and do his taxes or do something. That makes sense. Or no, he was. Oh, I don't remember what it was. I totally do remember the story all the way through. He had to go home and finish his. Remember when we did the YouTube exam or whatever? Yeah. He had to do like the second one, which is way oh, harder. Credentials. Yeah, yeah. God, yeah. that was impossible. Did it's, you ever do that? Yeah, I did. And I remember you tripping. So for those of you that don't know, back in when YouTube.com uh, gave everyone the fucking money and we did start for IGN, like the original programming thing, 
like a couple of us got uh, allowed to go to YouTube and they gave us these classes and then you get certified in YouTube and yeah. it was like all the you like you become an expert in like the copyright law and like how all this stuff yeah. works and they I was like, like, oh, it was, like this sounds intense cool. classes and so we all went and we all did it and then like there was the test but then there's like the pro level of the test and I have never seen a group of grown ass motherfuckers freaking out that bad. It was like nobody studied for the test. Dude, and then it, it was, was like high school all like, over again. And I, I was didn't like, do it. I heard it was tough. I was like, no, I'm good. It was like high school all over again. I was like, I need to cheat off of someone. Yeah, like, I don't was, know who this is. <laughs> freaking <laughs> the fuck out. I was man. like, who got so this right? Funny. Okay, cool. Can I get a water? You right, did it though. You. you did it. Oh, I didn't pass though. Did, None did of not one single solitary person I know passed that that second exam. That's not true. I passed the first one. Me, Fran, and Eric passed. I thought you did too. The second one? The second one. No one passed the second yeah, exam. Yeah, they did. No one passed 100%. It. I have the thing at home. Well, let's call Eric Hart right now. He did not pass that second exam. I think he did, dude. Because they didn't give us any material for it. I was like, there's no fucking, like, these Where's questions the aren't backed by anything. There was no reading. They were just like, okay, copyrights. Anyway, so this this test that you shit bricks for, Fran wanted to go home for. So he's like, I'll come to Wing Wings and I'm going home. We're like, well, come have a beer with us at St. Patrick's Day. We're all wearing green. We're all morons. All right, cool. We went there and that's when more people started showing up and Fran couldn't leave. But Fran was still getting antsy about it. So what our brilliant scheme was that every time the, the jello shot lady came by, we ordered jello shots from the table. <laughs> so like seven jello shots in, oh Fran was God. still trying to go home and do this damn oh, YouTube no. And eventually he just gave it up and hung out with us. Yeah. And also, this is also paired really well with the story of we were there all hammered. This is the final St. Patrick's Day I drank like this. Not that I w- wouldn't. I'm against it. I'm just saying, last time I was like, it's St. Patrick's Day. put your day. foot down. Let's get fucked <laughs> up. You know like, I mean? no more. Yeah. We were all there. <laughs> we're all really drunk now, obviously, at this point. And uh, I'll never forget it. Dan Stapleton walked in with his wife from G- IGN. No, he's not. Dan Stapleton from IGN with his wife. And Dan Stapleton, reviews editor to this day, right? But he, this is he is just he was more of a recent hire at this point, and was still very serious. I'm not, and I'm sure he is now. But I mean, like in terms yeah. of people, didn't like, know. I remember Dan Stapleton. Nobody really hung serious. out with him at this point. So he walked in this bar, and it was one of those. He walked in, the whole table like turns like, Jay! and he did that thing of like turn and smile while smiling, turned and looked at us, and then it went away. <laughs> and he just like went to another table, wouldn't have anything to do with us. We like <laughs> fucking screaming at the back, Smart man. Pro yeah, yeah. Exactly. and then yeah. I, I fell asleep on Nate's couch. Man. Yeah, I think I think that it, it's so interesting to watch. Like, as you get older, those the, those eras of like you can see people doing the things you used to do, and then at one point you turn around, you're like, I just grew out of that. Like, I don't yeah. need an excuse, no, 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 to party anymore. And that's all those really were. Like St. Patrick's Day, Beta Breakers, any like Cinco de Mayo, all these things. It's just an excuse for everyone to get up a little early, dress silly, go out there, blow off some steam, and ha- and just yeah. fucking get hammered. Yeah. And like, at a certain point, I think you thanks, bud. At a certain point, you just go, I don't really need that experience anymore. And now I want like more focused experience. Like I want to just go grab a beer with the, the four of you guys or three of us, right? the four of us, and like be able to talk. I don't need people screaming dude bro uh, stuff at me the entire fucking time. Sure. Anyway, it's a spectacle. Every once in a while, I like to walk around and see the spectacle, but I just don't have patience for it anymore, sadly. I'm glad that I wasn't at. My weekend was just all the Division 2. I mean, that's all it was. It, I was disgusting. No, I did. I did. I had the two polar opposite experiences in like one day. My wife has been bugging me to go to the De Young Museum to see the Monet exhibit. Ah, I rode past it on my bike and I thought of you. Shout out to Danny that works there. Uh, one of the best friends works there. Hooked it up. Appreciate that. How did that? Oh, did you? I had just a time when you no, oh, no, just saw me. I was like, hey, cool. It gave us a awesome. little extra pass to go into the. You want to uh, touch a Monet? <laughs> he's like, hey, man. <laughs> you want one? <laughs> hands me a bottle. Of I was no, like, what's you up? guys ever want to fuck on a Monet? <laughs> but no, it was really cool. He said, what's up? And we, we chatted for a little bit. So Shout out to you, Danny. That was awesome. Um, but, How was that uh, exhibit? Uh, I mean, phenomenal. Monet is, I've never seen a Monet in person before, so that was great. But so, I mean, it, you know, you, you round the corner and you see it and you're like, holy crap. It's its weird to see 
someone who is a master at something and then see them be standing in front of the work, which is why I like going to museums. I don't really know anything about art and like I couldn't sit there and tell you like the, his use of light was better than so-and-so's. But yeah. like, but the first couple paintings that I saw and I took pictures of them um, were stunning. They weren't water lilies, but this was like the later years of Monet. Gotcha. When I like to go and I like to read the, um, the descriptions. descriptions. And these were the later years when he had moved into this like amazing uh, like villa in France. And he actually lobbied the city to uh, have the river rerouted so that it would water his pond. And then the pond is this this small pond that he had that was roughly the size for like, of like you can put a small boat in it. That's how big the pond was, but it wasn't that big. Did um, the boat move in it or would it just be? Yeah, well, one of the funny things was he he rerouted it so that it would water the pond. And that's where all of the water lilies were that, we, that he painted. Uh, what was amazing was it was so close to the road that he had to pay someone to get in the boat and dunk the lilies every day because yeah. the dust from the road would coat them uh, and take yeah, away, yeah. take off the shine. So it's just weird. And like they'd have to skim it and stuff because all the weeping willows are right. Because he painted sure. weeping willows as well. Um, but it was just cool to see like, you know, he the eras of, you know, obviously going through the later years, he was going through World War One and refused to move because he was in France. But he was like, I refuse to move. This is my home. And so you saw a lot of that, like a lot of that reflected in his work. Um, so we do that and it's a lovely day and we and we see those um, walk around the young, have a nice little snack at the the really cool cafe there, go down to the ferry building and see just drunk high school kids throwing up on the sidewalk. And I'm like, ah, San Francisco. San Francisco. Here we are. San Francisco. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was a fun experience. But uh, yeah, I highly recommend it. I should, the, I should the, the, the Monet exhibit. The you just Monet. sound. You just feel cool when you go see the, the Monet. Exhibit. You feel way more educated than you really are. Well, I mean, I, again, cool I'm looking like at these. That. My educate my my full education is like whatever the paragraph of information was next to each room because you know they have like the, the all about them. But I mean, you hear a Monet, you hear water lilies. You're like, oh, it's cool, and then to be able to actually go and see them, the 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 many paintings of water lilies that he's done, the the Japanese bridges, things like that. It's just cool. It's a little extra culture. Now you have something cool to talk about with Yusef. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he, he would totally appreciate that. Yeah. And then so I went. Why, I went. Then we did that. Yusef oh, is a he. Does he used to work at the MoMA. Yeah, the MoMA. Gotcha. Yeah, not anymore. He's I don't. Time. I don't appreciate how cool Yusef is. I, I know. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, he's really cool. Because when you'd see him in the chat in the old days before he got too big yeah, for us, yeah, he's like, oh, okay, Yusef, way too popular. Whatever. He'd come on the chat. Let's poison him. And then he came around. You're like, oh man, you're like, you're jacked. You work out. You're that's crazy. And you're incredibly handsome. And you're beautiful. All right, that's yeah. fine. Oh, now and you can dance. Now you work at Ubisoft. Oh, you can dance. Which my oh, wife you keeps also, reminding me. You are also in this thing with the museum. Oh, mm-hmm. you got a you got a cool you got a cool. Yeah, you, you used to cool get party. private guided tours at the MoMA, the Museum of Modern Art in San Francisco, and it's cool. He's too perfect. He's too well spoken. He's too good on camera. Yeah, I know all the things, man. Poison. He's the best of us. Kevin mm-hmm. really wants to poison him, and I'm for it. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. But then you get there and you get convinced not to, and you're like, everybody, 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 I'm gonna poison everybody else I know. Hypothetical. You know what? I'm gonna. I need your help on this one. Right? Kind of funny poison. Tonight, Nick is gonna give us a ride home. All right. Okay. But I'm gonna hit the locked door button. Yeah. Like and this. I won't. I'll give you an there iPad. But you can't get out until you agree to poison bucks. Yusef McGee. Oh, <laughs> pro, it's it, against your will. Is it a new pro one? Oh yeah, it's way. Yeah, okay. Oh, it's I was like, wait, one. what's he? How's he gonna poison someone with an iPad? Then I remember the Are joke earlier. You call that. That's the, payment for the joke. You want a stylus? The pen? Yeah. Oof. You yes, oof. but you gotta punch Sean Finnegan Anytime in the knee. Greg okay. Miller says oof. One of my favorite things. That's a weird trip. I have to go to LA for that. <laughs> I'm a little drunk in Montalo with Sean, and I just kept telling him all the times that I made fun of him on camera that he has no idea about. <laughs> Dude, and he was like, he has no motherfucker. Idea. I was like, it's oh my so god, funny. we make fun of you so much. And he's like, I hate you guys. <laughs> it's well it's deserved. Like, why? It's well um, deserved. Other thing I did on Saturday was so I go from the MoMA 
to seeing drunk people to coming home and remembering that you said you watched Wayne's World. And I was like, I'm going to watch Wayne's World. So two. I started watching Wayne's World at, no, one. Oh, I watched Because two. I was like, oh, I want to start with one and then watch can't two. Ju- you can't just jump in. Because right. I said to you at the, in the video that we shot for KFA of last week that Wayne's World 2 might be one of the few sequels that's better than the first. I was wrong. Really? Wayne's World 1's way better. Oh, no. Way I remember, better. I, I don't disagree. I haven't seen them as adults. Go back and watch them. But I remember enjoying Wayne's World 1, and then Wayne's World 2 was like, oh, they're throwing a festival. I don't like this. Yeah, it's, it was I very, it. it's very much um, Tommy Boy Black Sheep. Where Tommy Boy was a huge hit, and this the studio is where was this like, whole "Conversation started from." By the way, Nick, on yeah. this show was last it last week? Yeah, yeah. Well, we were talking about Tommy Boy and Black Sheep. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Um, but if you watch KFA, if it's a bit in there as yeah. well, you guys gotcha. should go back. I talked about KFA first. For, yeah. for streamies. For yeah, streamies. I talked about it first there, and then second. Yeah. I mean, you know, I like, there were a lot of people too. Like they get the gold. The, the FCFL team should be called KFAF for streamies. Fucking hilarious! Hilarious. But no, I forgot. Like. Wayne's World just the first Wayne's World has that like that charm of them really trying hard and gelling. And then you can totally tell that Wayne's World 2 was like, we have to get a sequel out immediately. It's mm-hmm. the exact same mm-hmm. plot. Uh, Rob Lowe apparently didn't want to come back to reprise his role. So they just subbed in Christopher Walken as the same character. Um, and then they're they're throwing this fucking uh, Wayne stock the entire time. And and he absolutely does absolutely nothing to to further along the plot. It's just not as good as the first one. How much Tia Carrera, the, right? Tia Carrera. But in the first one, I forgot that they did all the stuff where they talked to the camera, and the camera was like a character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was super cute because it kind of took the the idea, the reality of Wayne's World, them doing the show, into the reality of of the movie. And like Garth, the camera goes on, hey, he doesn't like it. Yeah, and all yeah, yeah. There's always a moment where Garth's like, hey, come here. Yeah, and yeah. then he looks around the guy's apartment and all that stuff. And they just totally, totally dropped all of that for Wayne's mm. World too. I'm like, I gotta watch Wayne's World. How, how much, watch them back to back? How much does Jim, the guy playing Jim Morrison, remind you of the goat guy? Rami. <laughs> Rami Malik. Malik. Does it, it like the way he talks? He's Not like, at all. You guys have to throw a festival. He reminds me of Jim Morrison. <laughs> no, but that's what Jim. Did Morrison's you ever see the like. video come out that came out recently where uh, Rami Malik is talking about all the things that he enjoys? It was a very memeable video that came out recently when he won the Oscar, and it's a video of him just talking to the camera. Was one of the things he enjoys. No, he an says Oscar? I'm a fan because that's cool. He says I'm a fan of, and it's the weirdest, most uh, like. A lot of there was a lot of memes created because they were like, "This is the video you see when a serial killer is caught, and like the, you find this in his basement." It's a video of him like, "I'm a fan of random encounters. I'm a fan of the wind. I'm a fan of." And it's just him doing Fucking that, actors. and it's so bizarre and like so weirdly. Actors are so weird. It's we so and it reminded me exactly <laughs> of J- Jim Moore saying, "Yeah." So then a bunch of the memes came out where like me playing Pokemon, it's like, "I'm a fan of random encounters." That's, that's, <laughs> I had no context that you just gave. I just saw the thing of "I'm a fan of random encounters," and then the yeah, it's like a minute and a half long video of him just saying weird shit. It's like this guy God seems bless him, you know? crazy. <laughs> this guy's fucking crazy, dude. They're all crazy. All actors, yeah. Until dawn, crazy. Man, never forget. They're all a little crazy. Oh yeah, until dawn. That's right. That's yeah. where you got to start, dude. It is. No, he was in other stuff before that. No. Oh, he, he was, was a Mr. werewolf Robot. in Twilight. Was he really? That's right. Yeah. He was. Really? Yeah. He fucking was, dude. He was just one of like the other werewolves. Sure, yeah. Not a lot Jacob, of people. Not Jacob. Were I'll never forget Jacob. Yeah. Never forget Jacob. You guys keep talking. I'm Taylor Lautner, man, his career was uh, is great. Done. It's done so. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> man, all those Twilight kids. Even Robin Pat- Robert Pattinson didn't do that well. He's still doing stuff. He's still doing indies and stuff. He's like seen- Kristen Stewart's the only one that has some level of career left, and even her. Like, I don't think she does. I mean, she's she did that. Level. She did that second Snow White movie, and I mean, everyone was like, "She's in." Charlie's Angels coming up. Oh, great. Is she one of the Angels? That's what I want to see. She's one of the Angels. That's what I want to see. A, a, a show about 
Is three, it a show or a movie? Three movie. very charismatic women who were just getting out there kicking ass, solving crime, and then let's let's take that vibe and throw it out the window and let's cast Kristen Stewart as one of Kristen them. Kristen Stewart's one of them. Um, Storm from the recent X Men movie. Alexander Shipman. She's great. She's great. And then Bosley is um, Elizabeth Banks. That could Here, be fun. Wait, then who's the third angel? There's no third angel. I don't know. I'm a fan of my mom. She's got my back. I'm a fan of my mom. I'm a fan of chamomile tea. <laughs> I'm a fan of handwritten letters. Doesn't it sound like Jim Morrison Did from they, the movie? He does. He sounds high as fuck. It, is what wait, it sounds this like. is what? yeah. It's just a, it's a weird video too. Classic movies. Yeah, Why is he dressed no, like the Joker. 100. Yeah, that's that's the guy who would fucking sharp, definitely. Regardless of the occasion. It's it, like, I'll tell you what. You know. You know. Last it's like Patrick week, Bateman from uh, last week when we found American out Psycho. that Aunt Becky was paying five hundred thousand dollars to get her kid into college. That was that was a surprise. When I saw the when I saw the Twitter of like her and uh, Felicity, uh, Felicity Huffman, uh, yeah. Huffman yeah. were going to jail for this, or in jail. are they really like, going to jail? No, probably not. But I was like, holy shit, that's weird. That pops up that Rami Malek's eating faces. I'm like, oh, no, yeah. I saw that one coming. The, what? And the fact that Lori Loughlin's daughter was on a yacht with one of the dudes from USC, one of the officials, when the news broke is like so such a movie Wait, but moment. So was she pay, what what college was she trying to get her daughter into? She was getting her USC? daughter into USC. She got her daughter. Uh, yeah, she got her daughter into USC. She paid like something like five hundred thousand dollars and to this get is her all daughter like, into USC. This is all like untaxed money. She got her daughter a scholarship How's in rowing, I believe. Uh and that's not even and she hasn't even done that before, or something like that. <laughs> so wait, she she got she paid five five hundred thousand dollars to get her daughter into college to get a scholarship. They lied about her her background. athletic ability, yeah, yeah, just yeah. to get her in. Yeah, but like, why don't they just let her in? I guess there had to be like quotas and stuff like that. They have to fill. Like maybe she wasn't. Either way, they paid officials from like whatever the sports. I don't know. Right. They paid. They tried to buy their the way. athletics they're, they're commission. Okay. I don't know what you call that, it. It's a, such a weird story. But it, what was weird for me. And this is such a dialed-in Mizzou thing. Is that this same thing happened? With well, was, I guess it was cheating, not paying your way in or whatever. But back at Mizzou, Hearn Center is where the Tigers played basketball forever and ever and ever and ever. They built a new one that they that uh, the heirs to the Walmart fortune paid for, and they called it the Paige Laurie Arena, based on their daughter Paige Laurie, right? But the I problem shot was, a basketball there, huh? I oh, you did shoot a basketball there. there. Good call. Yeah. Uh, the problem was Paige Laurie didn't go to Mizzou. She went to USC, and everybody's like, that's, that's a weird funny. thing, but you paid for the arena, so whatever, we Appreciate have to do it. it. Yeah. And everybody's like, that sucks, and the antlers were real mad about it. It was real mad. It should have been called Norm Stewart Arena. It doesn't matter. However, like three months into it being opened, it was revealed that she cheated at USC and had to give back her degree. <laughs> and so then the next season, they just renamed it Mizzou Arena. And it was like this weird thing of like that. So then when this happened, I was like, is the simulation repeating itself? Like, what? Why is it also USC in this cheating scandal? Why does everybody want to get into USC? Yeah, so bad? that was my. That's that, 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 why is my other question? Is like USC good school? Don't get me wrong. And maybe the daughters just Trojans. didn't have the, the the grades to get into that. But like, I could see maybe pulling some strings for Harvard or Yale or Stanford. But for USC, allegedly Olivia five hundred thousand dollars for to get your kid into USC. Like you got that kind of money, but like this, don't go to college. I'm rich. What the fuck do you care? Uh, allegedly, the daughter of Lori Loughlin, nice Olivia Jade, did not even fill out the USC application. <laughs> like, that was all done for her, uh, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, yeah. I, like like, how, I appreciate that William H. Macy's staying out of this. Oh, I would too. He wasn't. I mean, he wasn't even like like Lori Laughlin and her husband were arrested. Or yeah, arrested. And then 
Hoffman was arrested, but William H. Macy is just the spouse in the paperwork. Because he apparently so they paid bribes totaling $500,000 in exchange for having their two daughters designated as recruits to the USC crew team, despite the fact that they did not participate in crew, thereby facilitating their admission to USC. But I just don't like, wasn't there just an easier way of like, why do I need to get on the yeah, crew study. team? study. Why don't I just go to the, like, I don't know, go to Cal State Fullerton. I also feel like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, did you see the video that came Shout out, out uh, from Full House? Oh. Where Uncle Jesse and Lori Loughlin, what's her uh, and Becky, yeah. Uncle Jesse and Aunt Becky, they have their their brand new uh, sons that are the twins or whatever. Yeah. Nikki and and it's the episode so this where is old, not Fuller House. This is old, Full House. old, old. It's okay. the episode where um, Uncle Jesse kind of like falsely creates something to get his son into a preschool, yeah, and then Lori Loughlin is like, "No, you can't make that for your, or you That's can't funny. do that to our son. Like, you have to let him pave his own path or That's whatever." Amazing. And it was just like such a perfect callback. Like back then, she was against it. Now she's for it. I haven't watched Fuller House since the Hunter Pence episode. Because I feel like that's a perfect segment of Netflix television, and after that you can't come back. Yeah. yeah. But I, I saw the rumor today that she'll be out for this final season, season five or whatever, and so I'll definitely watch to see well, yeah, what, what the reference is going to be. They definitely have to make a reference. Yeah. Well, yeah, because they did it with the Olsen twins in yeah. the first one, right, where they like looked at the camera and broke the fourth wall. So I'll be interested to see how they break the fourth yeah. wall with her. I mean, I, do you think she really goes to prison for this, or is it just like a fine thing? Probably fine thing. Probably they're famous. Fine. Yeah. They're famous white people. They're fine. Yeah. Guys, you're I have. Gonna put, you're not going to put Aunt Becky in prison. That's fucked up. I have a movie pitch. Oh God. Oh, Are we making this movie? We're making, this movie. We're making this one. Okay. Movie pitch. Grab um, and stogie. Everybody sit down and take a glass of water and drink it. All right. So this is going to be sort right. of an origin movie. Okay. And it is uh, kind of almost like found footage, like Chronicle. Sure. But kind of not really. It's just showing you the this young girl who discovers she has powers, right? And she's a danger to everybody around her. Right, Bart. Nick Bright, or Greg, so drink your water. Is that what I'm supposed to do? Yeah, keep okay. drinking. Keep drinking. So she, so uh, she's born, and she notices like weird things about herself, and she's in school. She's, born. she's in school, and uh, <laughs> like she might like cough or sneeze, and then poof, lightning strikes, and like cool. weird. Like if she gets pissed off, like tornadoes start forming. It's weird. Have you seen the trailer for Brightburn? Brightburn, yeah, yeah, it's similar to that. Okay, so, similar to that, right? But it's less of a horror movie. Okay, it's more of a like, what the fuck is up with this kid? Something's up. Eventually, eventually, a uh, movie it's like goes that on. Michael Shannon movie with the kid that he had a midnight something. That's the movie one goes on when she special. when she gets really really angry. Fucking thunder and dark clouds and all this shit. And then at the very very end, similar to how in um, it was all a dream. Uh, the, the fucking God, Batman uh, v Superman. Flip, Flip, no, what's Batman it called? Forever. Uh, Castlevania. Symphony. No, click, right. click. No, the movie where you find out that it's in the Bad, Bad, uh, in the um, identity. Fight Club. Memento. No, the movie at the end of it where you find out... In the wilderness. Yes. No, the village. village. No, no, no. The movie where you find out that it's all in the same universe... In for M. Night Shyamalan. Split. Uh, yeah, split. At the end of Split, when you find out that like uh, yeah. Bruce Willis is in this universe, you find out at the very, very end of this that this young lady that you've been looking at is Storm. And it's in the X-Men universe. And at the very, very end, that gets revealed. And you don't know that throughout the whole movie. But it's just like this girl, she's dealing with her powers, lightning, thunder. What's and the, it's never, ever like said that this is an X-Men movie. It's just called some weird word. Like, That'd be fucking great. For them to right? mutants MCU, Wouldn't that be no way. Awesome? Yeah, you know what Fox would do? They'd fuck it up and call it Storm. <laughs> Storming. Storm. Before yeah. the storm. In two days, they can't do that anymore. Good for them. Signing <laughs> shit, man. Good March for Disney. Get fucking hyped. When's Dark Phoenix on? Uh, Nobody cares. June 2nd. Jesus, so can Disney looks... put the kibosh on that or no? We'll have to see how this goes. That'd be awesome. It's, I mean, if Disney to the rain's like, awesome, fucking cancel. 
Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> work Delete the way, prints. They're definitely not going to do that. Shh. Might as well just put it out and get some money back. Shh. I like the yeah, idea of slow. people in line for the Thursday night yeah. uh, premiere, yeah. and then fucking Disney CEO Bob Iger <laughs> is walking along. He's like, oh, by the way, we're canceling all this. Like, we just everyone, come out. Just people, go home. Yeah, everyone, fucking, everyone's he, outside. Like, everyone's in line, and like the fucking Vince McMahon theme song plays, and Bob <laughs> yeah. Iger walks in. Yeah, it's fire. You're fire. <laughs> they're, just, they're just outside, and all of a sudden the theater just goes dark, and you hear the doors lock. Like all movies, no one shut the whole thing down. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Just boom, boom, boom. Uh, I'm here to watch fucking out of business sign slide. Captain Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Brie Larson. So where are we at right I'm now? Because I'll tell you what, I'm fever pitch. Yeah. I'm fever pitch for Endgame. Sure. Yeah. Can't wait for Endgame. Sure. Are we all there? How are we gonna do it? Uh, when the tickets go on sale? No, What's no, gonna no. Happen? Oh, oh, you I don't know. know. The fucking A-list stubs over there, they're on they're on their own little cool island of fucking You're privilege. All invited. And they're not gonna but we don't buy tickets anymore because they're A-list stubs guys now. I said, we oh, don't buy tickets, tickets anymore. And Tim goes, I get we, we A list stubs. I'm subscribed. Well, you guys gotta let us know and we have to coordinate. If you had stubs, we would. No. See, see this fucking shit. Yeah, right see? I just want to fucking I'm talking elitism about. over here, dude. Fucking elitism. Just a real journalistic question here. What's happening? So like you've already you're, you're already on the list, so here's you don't, you don't so need to worry thing, about it. Right? Right? When you have AMC A list, yeah, right, you can reserve tickets as soon as possible. There's no credit card dealings. There's no anything. The moment those things go on, you can just click. You have your ticket, and you're fucking reserved, and you're good. So right? I, okay, how's the this different from you? Can also set just the like reservation thing of or the, the the thing of like the moment they go on sale, you'll get a notification. It'll tell you. Gotcha. So boom, 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 you're done. But. We've had a system for everybody in this household that has this thing, which is half of us now. Then all it is is the moment one of us realizes this, it's, hey, here's the tickets, here's the seat I got, and then we just get seats around each other. Gotcha. It's, you it's could a just flawless pull out system. your phone and buy a ticket through this, like through the non-system. Ten and then, seconds. And then you could take a screenshot, put it in Slack, and say, hey, these are the seats that we got, and you we all could. coordinate. Absolutely. That's what needs to happen, because... I didn't know that fucking Captain Marvel tickets were bought until like three weeks after <laughs> everybody had them. No, and then they were like, it's it's like you don't listen. No, it wasn't anywhere. We said it in the morning meeting. We said it in the production meeting. Mm -mm. We did. Mm -mm. We did. Mm -mm. It happened. Yeah, absolutely not. And there were just so many jokes of like, oh, this is A-list. <laughs> no, I don't even remember you even having that shit until like it's a week so ago. Let's put it this way. If that happened, you weren't listening. A, if that no. happened, it's the wrong system. What Andy's talking about is if people had gone slack. And if people buy tickets, you say, these are, these are the show that we're going to, like we used to. Or, again, I, Spoilers, uh, guys. here's what I say. We we're make going Joey to the 7 p.m. Dolby show. That's what we're doing. Okay, Always. Great. Always. I'll be, at, movie, I'll, fine. I'll be at the 7.30 show at Century 9. That's where I'll be at. <laughs> Better theater. Bet you won't, because you're not going to get the tickets. I mean, I'll be at Dolby, too. So, Nick, I don't know if you want to just come. <laughs> Should I just come with you? <laughs> <laughs> April 2nd is the rumor for when tickets go on sale. Or why don't you guys just buy us all tickets? Here's my because that takes we time can. and that's we complicated also. and costs a shit ton of money. I don't understand. You can't with your stubs, you can't buy more than one ticket. You buy you, your, you get your own it. you pay for the stubs, so then you just I don't sign have your it card in my account. Oh right, because you guys aren't buying tickets. You get you just get you reserve the ticket basically. I don't like the future, Nick. It's dumb. Just you stop resisting. If you go once a month to the Dolby thing, it costs just as much as the stubs. I don't go, I don't go once a month. What's that? Uh, I don't really do movies that much. I know. Yeah. I, mean, I saw one movie last month. But if this we're month, all, going, to get, if we're all going together, all going together, then we could all just be bucks. going. Like going to see us. I'm seeing us this Saturday. I mean, I'm too scared for us. Can't wait. I'm seeing us this Thursday too. I'm too scared for us. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be great. Yeah, I'm very. I could not be more excited for this thing, man. Yeah. 
It's, I'm it's fucking good. there. It's, it's going to so be. Are we trying down. to see it together? Because I know. I now I don't know what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> are we trying to do this? For a box I'm this Adobe. I don't think we're bro. allowed to see movies with Kevin and Tim anymore because they're better than us with the stubs thing. Gotcha. Yeah. That's you what I'm gleaning. A couple from of this. stubs bubs over here. I was like, I was like, I literally tried to say, I was like, how do I get tickets for this thing? He's like, you got to get stubs. And I'm like, okay, is there another way you could just tell me what you're going to, <laughs> and I'll buy the tickets if I can. Stubs, man. Sorry, stubs. Guys, here's the thing. It's going to come around. We're all going to make a big deal about it like we do every time a movie comes out. And you guys are just going to be like, all right, I'll blow my phone, slack. figure out in 10 seconds that you don't know how to do it, and then just stop. <laughs> the, 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 the thing you need to realize is just put it in Slack is not a solution. This is going to sell out instantly. Like, you guys need to be prepared I for must it. have been gone somewhere because Joey noticed my confusion when I was like, reading Slack, and I saw that Greg had bought tickets. I was like, oh, are we supposed to have Captain Marvel, Captain Marvel tickets? And you're like, oh, yeah, Greg and Jen bought some, and then all of us got some. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, I, I must have been gone. I swear I swear, I did not hear any of this shit. So then that's why Don't I... Don't have his back, Joe. Thank you, Joey. I appreciate it, Joe. I, I used to work from home a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you done doing that? When did tickets get, go on sale anyway? For what? For Captain Marvel. When did they go on sale? Like I don't know. I bought mine like the day before. Now it's fucking Perry Mason over here <laughs> trying to trace it back. Figure out what went <laughs> I feel on. like it was in January or some shit, and it's possible that I was like already on Christmas vacation because I go home a week early because I don't want to spend four hundred dollars extra on a plane ticket because flying to Texas is a piece of shit. Um, but yeah, it was just very confusing. I was very like I felt let down honestly. Um, by like all of you let me down. Nick, not me you. Me too. Man. Not great. What did I do? I slacked. No, I, I did, did what I did. Tim didn't let me down either. I did what I'm supposed to do. Kevin kind of let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Bear, not, not him either. Bear wasn't even a part of the company. It's not, it's not so much here. It just centered around that area. <laughs> of, over there, let us down. I would like to see the movie with everyone. But yeah. if I feel like we have to. It's a moment. In it's, time. it's a Stub huge boys. moment. But we're not the Stubbs brothers. <laughs> Stubbubs. So, Stubba and Bubba over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joey Noel's coming in. Is her mic up? Yeah. So I was talking to one Andrea Renee about this. I know and she would like to go see it with us. So she and I have strategically planned that we're each just going to buy like ten tickets. She's probably going pr- midnight premiere red carpet, hanging with fucking T-Swift. Clint Bosley Glorious. and all them guys. Bosley, fuck yeah. me. I hate you know him. what I mean? I hate Is him. that Tom Bosley's brother? <laughs> I'm Tom Bosley. Tom Bosley. <laughs> the end. That's all I have. Okay, Thank good, you, Joe. Good to know. Okay, good to know. Thank you, Joe. A lot of confusion about what's going to happen. April third is parts, man. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it one bit. Because first off, like, who's is she really in the orange stone or not? You know what I mean? <laughs> See, what I'm most confused about is the ticket sale, like date, because April second would have made a lot of sense, but they always time it with the trailer, like yeah. with the poster, with the stuff. When this, and when the trailer this, and poster came out, These when are the this late, when this last trailer dropped. I saw it in Reddit, and my first thing is I went to the Alamo app. Me too. I was like, no, wait, uh, okay, it's not on sale. And then I went to Fandango. I was like, okay, weird. And then I watched the trailer waiting for it. Because I remember I bought Infinity War tickets for us because I was at Scott and Cindy's in LA, and I was getting everything for the Ghostbusters shoot or some shoot. I was getting up for extremely early. And I remember looking in their bathroom on my phone and being like, fuck. And like I bought tickets, and I slacked out way early before anybody woke up. This is before. Pre-stubs. Yeah, it's a different time. I mean, speaking of a huge movie uh, coming out soon, Nick, we are four days away from waiting for the punchline. Oh, Holy yeah. I believe shit. that. Yeah, it's finally it's coming out, which is great. It's Everyone here. can see that over on roosterteeth.com in uh, March 22nd. Uh, yeah, that sounds yeah. right. Big day for Nick. He's excited. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and with that, by the way, comes uh, 
Thursday, what figure it out when you're listening to this. But Thursday we're releasing the stand up our all of our first time doing hey, stand up. Yeah, to promote fun. waiting for the punchline. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be a nice one too. It's halfway done. Like I, I'm working on it. It's when you get to the me with the Jen pregnancy joke. If it's not audible enough, do a, do a record scratch and let me pop Subtitles. in and be like, hey, that was a joke, blah, 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 because I don't need a million fucking people thinking she's pregnant. Gotcha. gotcha. Or that she's lost the baby since then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus. I'm, that wasn't even a joke. That'd be a real thing, yeah. right? Of like, why haven't I heard about it? Oh, my God. <laughs> That's fair. Thank That's you. fair. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for both those things. It's, it's weird because I feel like I've been so, uh, I've seen the movie so many times at this point yeah. that I feel like it came out already. Um, because we've seen this out in Montana and we obviously saw RTX and stuff. Oh, like no that. big deal. You've just, you've just I recorded it, it at so many film yeah. festivals. I recorded it off my phone. I've nice. Did you it upload up. it to YouTube? Okay. Everywhere. Great. It's everywhere, man. No, Vimeo. I'm excited for people to see it. No, but the weird thing about Fucking it is Venmo like, $85. You can see it right now. It's just going back and looking at some of that old material and just seeing me just not having a little bit, you know, just having a little bit less polish than I have right now. Is, it was difficult the last time I saw it. I'm like, wow, this is, it's some rough. of this shit's real rough. Yeah. I mean, I bomb a lot in this movie, so. You know, if you guys watch it, just like maybe laugh. Remember, he's better now. Yeah, a little bit. No, not a lot, that much. A lot bit. Not that much. No, this last time I saw you, you were. I was like, holy crap. You were real drunk. No, I, wasn't. <laughs> I was real tired. Yeah, it's difference. Fair. Big That's difference. Fair. Dude, it's fucking good. Like, it's it is really definitely good. one of the things that I am most proud of us having any part of ever. As I, kind of, funny. I'm very excited for the Rooster audience to see it as well because a lot of it they is, hate you. There's, there's Jeff's in a lot of it. James the least, they're in a lot of it. Um, it's great, and all you guys are in it as well, which is good. Um, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for people to see it. Yeah. It still sucks that I can't believe that James left Funhouse. That's crazy. crazy. Yeah. Wait, did we figure out who's get who gets control of Benson? No, we don't know. We don't know. But no, we do the, know the court. But we do know who sponsored this episode. Oh. This episode of the Kind of Funny Podcast is brought to you by Movement. There's no one who disrupts the status quo and looks good doing it quite like the team over at Movement Watches. Movement Watches, sunglasses, and accessories are designed in LA, and the styles are super sleek and clean and fashion forward. You know we love our movement stuff. We talk about it all the time. Whenever you see me taking photos while I'm riding my bike out on Sunday with my love of my life, I'm wearing my movement sunglasses because they're great. I love them. Uh, this is not a joke. They're form-fitting. They're amazing. Uh, Kevin loves his movement watch. Everybody's got those floating around here. And uh, I don't think we have uh, the other movement stuff because they won't send it to me and I don't know why. Uh, if you didn't know, you get to go out there and pick a style or design that you love. You get to wear it all the time. It's fantastic. And they cut out the middle man. That's the thing. If you didn't know, these watch companies, they like to go in there, jack up the prices. Movement doesn't do that. They cut out the middle man. Movement watches started just $95. You're looking at 400 to 500 for the same quality from traditional brands. Plus, now for us gamers, we all know we love our screens, but the fact is they're draining your eyes. So check out Movement's Everscroll glasses that protect your eyes from harmful blue light so you can keep on gaming. You also look great doing it. Their Everscroll lenses come in a ton of different frames and styles, so there's a fit for everybody. You can get 15% off right now today with free shipping and free returns by going to movement.com slash kinda. Movement's launching new styles on their site all the time, so check out the latest at mvmt.com slash kinda. That's movement.com slash kinda. Join the movement. Up next, Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community for creators with more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and more. Premium membership gives you unlimited access so you can join the classes and communities that are right for you. Whether you want to fuel your curiosity, creativity, or even career, Skillshare is the perfect place to keep you learning and thriving. Uh, Tim used this, of course, when we were doing Kind of Funny 4.0 so he could do some of them cool video transitions and packages you know so well. Skillshare has you covered. 
You can learn all sorts of different things. Skillshare is also super affordable. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. Join more than 7 million creators learning with Skillshare. The first 500 of my subscribers to use the link in the description will get two months free for a trial. That's right. You can use the link in the description of our YouTube video to get two months free of a trial. And now we're back. All right. Just like that. Now we're back. Um, now we're back. I, f- I forgot to mention on the last episode of Kind of Funny Podcast what I had watched the prior weekend. I watched um, Behind the Curve, which is the Flat Earth documentary oh, by Logan Pulse. No. Oh. Saw it on Netflix. He put out one too. Where, are these people who are actually trying to argue that the Earth is flat? Yes, but the documentary is very much. Did you see the Roger Stone documentary? Uh, well, no. I mean, I okay. had it queued up. It's one of those that I just never got around to watching. Yeah, it it's too, like it's just too fucking too too loaded. Behind yeah. the what? Behind the curve, I believe. Curve, yeah, right. Um, did you the, talk about the, give the, me Roger Stone? The yeah, give me Roger Stone. Yeah, yeah. the, the documentary. The, the people working on the documentary are clearly like not advocating for this because uh, you can hear a lot of their questions and they kind of you know they're it's very clearly that they aren't in agreement with anybody is that the right word agreement yeah. in agreement? agreement yeah they aren't in agreement with anybody that they're questioning and it centers around uh the main guy's name is mark Harmon. oh it's close It'd be think, amazing if Mark I Harmon. I do a podcast and I don't believe the world is I, I made summer school. I, I engaged, or I engaged, I interviewed Mark Obama. Sargent. <laughs> Sargent. His name is Got Mark it. Sargent. And he's kind of become, honestly, like the Greg Miller of the Flat Earth Society. Okay, well, let's not get ahead where of he has, Greg Miller is the Greg Miller of the Flat Earth Society. He has a lot of fans. <laughs> he has a lot of people that are really interested in meeting him. It's kind of gone to his head, you could tell, where when he goes to conventions he loves like being noticed he loves being recognized and stuff and it just talks about uh his journey into questioning all this stuff and he now has his podcast and there's he has a lot of fans and a lot of believers (laughs) you keep coming up to the line or you're gonna turn it around on me and hurt me but then you come off the line it just reminds me, like it. He, it's he, like you're dozing at the wheel. No, no, no. You keep waking up. He reminds I'm me waiting of, for the accident. He reminds me of any influencer, honestly. Um, where he has a podcast and he has a lot of fans, and they had a convention at one point, and he has a podcast with one of the other sort of faces of the community. The I was going to say, what if, what if he was the next FCFL team? <laughs> That'd be, the flat awesome. Earthers. It's the flat earthers versus the milk mommies. <laughs> again, this is the this is the genius of milk mommy. <laughs> Okay. And again, I'm not trying to, I'm not out there, I'm not advocating one with the other. I'm just saying, nothing versus the Milk Mommies is going to be more than the Milk Mommies. You know what I mean? Like, if it's, it, I don't give a fuck what the name is. You come up with the zaniest thing possible versus Milk Mommies, we still win. We still get the attention for that fucking name. Oh, I'm saying. Anyway, it's a really, really good documentary. I recommend it. Um, it is really insane, this- but they have really good points where uh, a lot of scientists are like, look, Flat earthers are scientists who were sort of led astray. And these are all, like, a lot of flat earthers out there are very smart people that just, you know, took a wrong path. And it's not, the dark side. And it's not smart to constantly pile up and make fun of these people. Yes, it is. And, uh, well, like, exactly they're, they're ne- he was like, they're never going to change their mind God. if we don't 
somehow like try to help them come back. You know what I mean? Like if we are constantly beating them down, they're gonna stay rooted. In, I mean like, that's sort of that's that, everything that's though, right? That's yeah. every pocket of the exactly. internet that's that's angry and and just bands but together and the, screams at things. But then the very very end of it, kind of like just fucking dunks all of uh, over all of them because there's a couple of flat earthers who are setting up this experiment this where saw on Reddit. you saw this on Reddit. Yeah, this kind of went viral on YouTube itself as well, where it's a. Um, they have two poles set aside from I don't know how many miles apart they are, and they're shining a, a laser in between them, and they're trying to see like if the laser hits up uh, like higher on a certain one of the poles, that means that the Earth has curvature or whatever. He's like, yeah. It, so if I, it's like seventeen to twenty-four. Yeah. He's like, if I'm right, I've I've said it, it'll it'll go straight across and hit at seventeen. But if I'm wrong and it's playing of the curvature, it's going to hit at 24 yeah. instead. And then so they do another experiment where the laser thing kind of fails, but they do another experiment where they, they shine a flashlight through a hole in a wooden post, and they have a camera there. And they're like, do you see the light? Are we seeing the light? And they're like, no, we don't see it. They're like, can you raise up your arms? And he raises it up, and you see the light, and the guy's like, huh. That's interesting. 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 Because <laughs> 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 like, basically, like, if, if you're holding the light here... That means that, across. yeah, because you're looking at shit across, right. but he has to hold it up in order, in order for your, it to line up uh, correctly or whatever. But isn't that And like, the documentary ends with that. It's like, well, you kind of like the last 30 minutes of this doc, you're sort of saying, we have to accept them and teach them Well, you better. gotta prove they're wrong, But too, then the, right? final, the final is just like a dunk on him. <laughs> it's like, it's so great. Uh, the inter- it. Yeah, the doc is really interesting. Is yeah, it on Netflix? It's, yes, it's on Netflix. I, I highly I just, recommend I, it. I can't watch it. It'll just, it'll just annoy me. It'll just annoy me. And a lot of them remind me of like Alex Jones, where they like go berate people and they're like, you know, they're, you know, they, they kind of get up in your face and they're mm-hmm. angry about things. That uh, it's flat or not flat? That, that it's, that it's flat. Yeah. And well, it's, but anyone, but it's a, funny because you, you see different, uh, sections of the flat earth community where some people, where they have infighting where it's like, no, we're not, it's a flat, it's a plane. We're not in a big dome. Like they have their own sex in there of like oh. no like the the sun and the moon those are just lights in the sky like the main guy Mark Sargent believes it's like the Truman Show where oh. it's one big set we're in a big dome the sun and the moon are just lights in the sky that rotate or whatever and there are some people who totally don't think that it's a dome but they have like their sort of infighting or whatever there's this one guy who kind of went off the rocker who doesn't like Mark Sargent who says that like Mark Sargent is being paid by the government. And so he's like, he's saying, I, like, he's saying that I'm a liar and all this stuff. Like, can you believe that? And it's like, well, I mean, look at yourself in the fucking mirror, dude. Like, it's it's really interesting, man. It's awesome. I uh, I've been listening to it's very long, but I've listened to an episode of Rogan's podcast where he had Jack Dorsey and uh, a bunch of people from Twitter on, and then he brought in an advocate of people who were like. Who like you know the whole like deplatforming thing? Like Alex Jones got kicked off, but yeah. kicked off. So they took a lot of heat for that, obviously. And so he had the the head of Twitter, the head of person, the person that um, basically is in charge of the policy that when when you do or don't get kicked off, ban things like that. She's like she's like the VP of that, and then like one other guy, and then he had another person from the other side who was claiming that Twitter unfairly kicks people off, and they have this unbelievably good debate. On on the eth- or the policy, the ethics behind it, the politics behind it, all that stuff. It's fucking fascinating. And they're like, you just get you get a sense like when you listen to the guy, the head of Twitter, that you're just like, wow, I'll never be that smart. <laughs> like, this dude, like I didn't realize he even had Twitter started, which was the it was a great. He's he's also I think the CEO of of uh, uh, SquarePay, I think. Um, mm. Which is where he's oh yeah. yeah square yeah that payment I did not know that yeah I give you a check. They're um what's that I can give you a check if you want. 
Oh yeah, check check if you don't mind. He's he they yeah he's he's CEO of something, but um, but it was funny because he was like, yeah, we started Twitter as like a goof between me and my friends as like an app that we can install on our phones to figure out where each other were. So it'd be like at Tim Gettys is going to the movies or whatever. Co-founder and, like, and CEO of Twitter and founder and CEO of Square. Yeah, Square. So it's just like crazy stuff. But yeah, listening to them like what they're Looks up like against me. when it comes to trying to police Twitter and trying to like you know police something that's like ubiquitous communication form in every country in multiple different languages with and they talk about context and they talk about like how you know if you threaten me on twitter but we're friends you have to take into consideration context of like if i'm I'm gonna kick greg's ass tomorrow that's like at uh, such and such it's like they have to take all the shit in she got kicked off at e3 last year at e3 it was a argument with uh, argument in quotes Uh, it would be like me and tim arguing with dave lang kessler Right, it was Kessler, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, who got his account banned for yeah. like threatening to I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no, that shit's so fascinating. Like I, I brought this up on the show before, but uh, at Thanksgiving, one of Gia's uh, cousins like works at Facebook and was talking about, and, and another one works at Netflix, and they Damn. were having a, a conversation that I was just like listening to because I was like, I just make dumb YouTube videos. I, yeah. I don't know how I can I just, contribute to this. I just yeah, I just uh, use your products. <laughs> but they they were like talking about all these like crazy ass like the ramifications of things and like I know that like Facebook being this like weaponized thing is like yeah. all in the news. But, Sa- like, same with Twitter. And, but it's like, the exact same thing, and it's just crazy how much this in, like to us what we just think of like oh it's just social media. It's like no man these these things are powerful tools that can destroy different areas like and cause violence and cause like right destruction of of civilizations like it's insane yeah and what i i I remember why the the kernel that that thing popped in my brain because to me and he said one of the things they talked about well first off he had jack dorsey on for a whole other podcast and took a had a bunch of uh feedback saying hey you didn't take him to task on x y and z so dorsey actually came back with his team he said i'll come back i'll gladly talk to you guys about this because we don't like we want to get, you know, it's weird because they don't talk that often, right? Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So it's the fact that he spent three hours talking to him and then came back with his team and allowed other people to be in the room to debate them was pretty cool, I thought. Um, but one of the things he talked about he was like the biggest thing we did wrong or we've done wrong is that we've allowed uh, the creation of echo chambers because when people, um, the the, I, the point that I thought was really sad was he was like, and he he asked this question. He was like, why can't you follow a hashtag? If you could follow a hashtag. Like if you could actually follow hashtags, then you could actually see a uh, an impartial feed of both sides coming into the so conversation. So Rogan said this? No, Dorsey said. The oh, head well, of Twitter was like, well, this is, these are the things we take into consideration. Well, like when I say you can only follow people, well, what's hum- the human nature is to follow people who believe in what you believe. So the yeah. flat earthers aren't going to follow me if I say you're, these are here's five reasons why this is wrong. They're going to follow Greg because he's going to say here's five reasons why you're right. You're right, everybody, and we'll talk about it on Patreon.com/slash/flatearth. <laughs> <laughs> we're in it up, and so that was fascinating. He's like, he's like, we didn't realize what we were doing at the time was, but by allowing people just to follow each other, they of course went to like-minded people because that's what community is, right? You want to go, like Tim and I agree on Marvel, so we're going to follow each other, and then we're going to talk back and forth, and then if someone comes in and says, hey. DC's Do you better. Agree gonna, on Marvel? Yeah, I mean, you know, Winter it's just, just a fun Wasn't debate. That a big but, argument. I mean, uh, Thor is is not better as than Incredible good Hulk. As Hulk. No, it's better than Hulk. Whatever. Um, but you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. you know, the, the trends tend to be like, you know, oh, we're in this camp. We like this thing, so we're going to insulate ourselves over here. And he's like, that's a big mistake because that 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 takes away the the process of education and and the idea of 
um, you being able to learn for each other. And what it does is it creates these sort of like, I don't want to use the word incel, but like it creates these like pockets of echo chambers that then go over here and then they can be weaponized or they are they they can be focused in a bad way against each other versus if you were allowed to just follow like a trend or a news story or something like that and you can keep up with that you'd see my opinion your opinion his opinion and it would it would uh probably train you a little less to be that to have that quick response of ah and have you actually like be like oh i'm gonna listen to the guy's opinion for a second before i form my own and then be right that's so it's so interesting because it's like that we're at this point now where it's like, this is what we're dealing with, but it's like, whose responsibility is it? Is it Twitter's responsibility to police how things happen and like to support getting out of the echo chamber? Or is it the people in the, that are in the echo chamber's responsibility to follow people on the other side? I think, you I know? think it's, I think it's, I mean, obviously column A and B, right? But I think that, I think that when you, when they recognize that the technology is enabling that bad behavior, I think the onus is on them to, to take a look at that and at least like scrutinize it, right? I think the idea of, of them not doing that is just it's 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 counterintuitive to what they want to achieve, which is the core tenet of Twitter is that they want it to be a conversation. They want to keep the conversation going. They want to empower people to connect with each other. And he one of the things he said he recognized that they they that they've screwed up on is just that. Um, and then of course you get the uh, the 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 counter argument to that of like the other salient point that I forget the guy's name who was arguing against Twitter's policies was he was saying like look you at this point are ubiquitous with like. And you should be regulated. And if you're going to be regulated, why aren't you have the? Why don't you have policies that match like the 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 laws of whatever country that you're in? And so that's there's a debate behind that too. Of like they have policies that could be construed as like almost anti free speech, but the policies are in place to keep people safe, both on in on the internet and in real life, right? And so it's just, it's a really I really encourage everyone to go listen to it and listen to it with an open mind because I learned a lot on both sides of it, and I learned. And I thought it was actually pretty cool. I'm not done with it yet, um, but I thought it was actually pretty cool how they were like, hey, ask us these questions. Like they went into the Alex Jones thing. They went into the Kathy Griffin thing. They went into like all these, the Miley Yiannopoulos thing, like all these people getting deplatformed. And they said like, they brought the examples and said, this is why we made these decisions at this point. And then the other guy was like, yeah, but you got it wrong here, here, and here. And there's even parts where they go, yeah, you're right. Like the CEO, like the person who was like a vice president who you would think would be like, I'm not going to fucking like commit to something like saying, yeah, because it makes us liable was like, you're right. We got that wrong. Like, we should take a look at that offline like because he got harassed, too. And she's like, but when we're done with this, I don't want to call anyone out, but we'll go take a look at that. And if we were wrong, we'll, we'll make it right. It's pretty cool. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, the amount that. of times that I see people tweet out that, you know, they uh, they're reporting th- them reporting a tweet that said, I'm going to fucking kill you, you cunt or some shit. Right. They report that and that shit and doesn't happen. Yeah, nothing ha- like and that was that his happens point, right? a lot. His, the guy's point, and, I, and I, I should go back and look at this guy's name because he was very well spoken, but I, I disagree with him on some things. Um, but his point was like, it seems that a lot of the time the policies are put in place to uh, protect people who are a little bit more left leaning and to punish people who are a little more right leaning. And I think they've they've got to the point where I was like I don't know if that's necessarily true based on his arguments but um he made a compelling argument for it but um but that was his point too is he hey he he had had some threats and those people were still on the platform yeah. and that was at the point where she said <clears throat> and I forgot the the woman's name who was the vice president of the, the policy but she was like well we clearly got that wrong we should look at that and I think that's cool and I think it's cool that you know on some level we're creating a space where people could completely disagree at that high level and have a lot at stake. Like there could be possible ramifications of legalities behind that, but they're still willing to have that conversation. I think it's very important. I think it's so interesting that like it's the most current twenty first century thing that Donald Trump can't block people on Twitter. 
like that. Like they made. I they, didn't know that. Is they, that a... they required him to not <laughs> block anybody because that's freedom of speech. Yeah. And it's, like it's limiting your access not, to be able to communicate with your government. Yeah, you're not the fact that you're blocking out people from telling you things is like a freedom of speech issue, and that's like wow, that's really wild. It's weird. <laughs> it's, like where that, technology has gotten today, you know, it's fucking nuts, and yeah. it's nuts. It's nuts where to how how big and how important technology is in the grand scheme of things. Like how important Twitter has become to just the general day to day communication of everyone in the world. It's nuts. What are you looking up here, Greg? Seeing if I'm gonna fit it in. I don't know if I'm gonna fit it oh, okay. in. I was right. gonna put it up. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't if, know you, if we transition to it naturally, I was gonna do it. Otherwise, sure. I'm fucking. But then you also get it. really cool videos of uh, Brother Nature, you know, just hanging with Canela the deer. Have you seen Brother Nature on Twitter? No. He's just like. Sounds great. Though. He's just like this dude who's like, yo, I'm here with my homie Canela. She's over here. Hey, like, yeah. he's like, he used to f- just feed strawberries to deer, and then his Twitter started like. Getting famous oh, yeah, and getting yeah, yeah. famous, and now he's like in Australia with like kangaroos and shit, and like good for him. yeah, it's, good like, it's for really him. it's really cool. Yeah, hey yeah. man, you know I like it's one of those things in me that I'm like I, I love animals, and if I ever hit it big, if I ever fucking leave you guys just in my goddamn dust and just make it big, I'm just getting a compound with camels on it. I'm gonna hang out, feed the camels. Uh, what was the one, Prickly Pete and pickles or some shit like that? What was uh, the pumpkin and pickles? Pumpkin and pickles. Yeah. <laughs> Prickly Pete. Prickly, Prickly Pete. Pete. <laughs> That's a Seinfeld reference, but it's all there in the end. You know how it is. Yeah. Tim, you haven't talked about this episode. What do you want to talk about on this episode? Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, go, Pete. This is this is weird. I'm gonna. I'm God, sure we're gonna talk it. about it more next week. Yeah. Because it's gonna have happened then. But one of my best friends is fighting again this Ooh. week. Oh yeah. And I'm very terrified about it. So I talked about this Ooh. on the. Game of Grady show months back uh, when my friend Brandon uh, did his first, uh, not UFC, MMA fight, uh, official so MMA cool. fight, and he won. And it was super surprising because he's a very tiny little dude. He's been doing this his entire life, but he was going up against somebody that uh, he was the underdog, like in every sense of the term. And he won, and we were all super hyped. I was extremely scared going into that, though, like seeing him and we're all of his friends were there. All of his family was there, and we're all just like. And Nick was there too. Yeah, fine. <laughs> and, and, and so all I, of his I, friends, his family, and Nick. Well, I should also mention, and some of my training partners were there because they helped train him. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. He trained. Uh, he did some lessons at Bay, which is cool. And and so he so he won, and it was very exciting. The very few things. One with, in my the, life one with the fucking guillotine choke, which have, is dope. Good it was him. amazing, and uh, that was one, one of the, the, the most exciting moments of my life was him winning. But during the match and even before it, I was terrified. You know, because oh, it's, it's like, scary. This isn't. WWE, even then people can get hurt. Of course. The point here is to hurt people. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, (laughs) you you want to do destructive nature. Yeah, you want to fuck this guy up. So uh, this Saturday, he has his second ever match, uh, like real match. Fucking wait. And there's a lot more. There's a lot more on the line now. Same place, Kizar Stadium. And uh, it's for a title, like an actual fucking belt. Good for him. Um, And if he gets this, he becomes pro. That's wow. cool. It's, it's Very cool. Out, like out of amateur. Does he want to go to like UFC? Does he want to do that kind of I, stuff? I'm sure, right? But this is the the weird thing for me, where it's like I don't want him to do this at all. I know it's not up to me to say, and like he's following his dreams, and that's the thing is nobody can stop him. And I'm not even gonna question whether we should stop him. But it's like I'm so worried about him. His family is so worried about him. They're like, just stop, please. Like they're bribing him. <laughs> I'm not going to get into the details, but they are bribing him with insane offers to Jesus. not do this. It's it's very weird because I've never I mean, obviously, the closest I've come to this is doing like a jujitsu competition. And that was the most nervous I've ever been in my entire life. Mm-hmm. I mean, even I mean, you talk about going up at like a play, like doing stand up comedy for the first time, things like that. 
can't does not hold a candle to the idea that you're going to stand on a mat and someone's going to come at you full fucking bore and try to break you for a gold medal that doesn't really mean that much that there's no money attached to it all as a at white belt and i can't even fucking imagine what that would be like if someone if punching and kicking were involved yeah because like jujitsu competitions are dangerous like my friend uh that i train with just just competed at a play, uh, competition called naga he competed at the uh expert division and he snapped a dude's arm I mean, like, and, and that's the thing. Fucking like, that's what like, we're dealing with. Was here, vi- like video of it where he had the guy and st- and tweaked it to the point where it's like you should tap, bro. And the guy didn't. He just went, yeah. That was it. And it's snapped like, it in, in half. This is and one that's of like my... a competition down at a fucking high school. Yeah. So like, it's this is real dangerous. This shit. is one of my closest friends. He's gonna be in a fucking cage fighting for a championship. And it's like him winning last time was a game changer for his life. Like he's he's now Sifu, which have you ever seen Kung Fu Panda? It's that's... it's like a sensei. Yes. Yes. Uh, so he like he got that title, and it's like that is like a huge, huge award for for somebody that's been doing this their entire life. And I again could not be more afraid, like because I feel like now this is this is not just him going in for the but first I think, time. But it's like, but like I mean, on a level of of respect, obviously, like not something that I've ever felt that I need to do. I don't think I could do it. So your your boy is like. I mean, it takes it takes oh, a I'm lot of mental of mental strength to be able to step into that ring. And 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 trade blows with someone who's training to kill you, but on that on the, another level, like it's so awesome that he's actually gone and done that, and now goes back to his classes and can teach people actual practically like practical application of martial arts that can in fight in a real fighting situation because he's done it. Yeah. Like, how many people can actually say I've been in multiple professional fights against people who are trained to hurt me and I've come out okay? That's yeah. pretty cool. And it's like, for a fucking title. It's like, pretty that's dope. the coolest thing. And yeah. I hope dude, he, and the, he the first guy was it. so like scary looking when compared to I mean, they're all fucking scary looking, dude. He's not that scary looking yeah, though. Sweet. And that's the thing. It's like I've known him almost my entire life at this point. And he has he's 5'4, I want to say, and he has ranged anywhere from 150 to 200 pounds. Yeah. And like that'll switch on the fucking yeah. Month to month, Switching, like yeah. he'll just like Drop depending on what fighting class he's trying to go in, he'll bulk up Good or for like him. slim down. I can't do that, and that's, that's so scary. It's insane, and like the dedication he's put in over. I mean, because he's been essentially on a diet um, and a training regimen since the last fight. Like I think he had one month of like fuck it, I'm just gonna have fun. Sure, and like I think that got him back up to like 200. But then That'll he like right. he went right back down, and like now he's looking in the best shape of his life. But I think that's why a lot of people do it, right? And that's why that's why like for me personally, like I wish I could compete more in jujitsu because it would put me in the mindset of hey, if you don't, if you're not at the best physical shape you can be at. You have to go up a weight class and someone's going to tool you. They're going to fucking tool you up. And so, like, I think it's, I mean, like, think about it. Like, what a better motivator to stay in shape than the threat of literal and physical violence to you if you don't. Yeah. Like, if you're just, it's it's crazy. It's about to be insane. Buddy of mine used to box uh, back home. And it was one of those things where I moved to Austin when in 2008. And so I didn't, I, I started seeing him less and less. Not that I saw him a whole lot, but suddenly when I came back, to the valley from like for Christmas vacation or whatever, he's like super fucking cut and his abs are just insanely cut. He's just like fucking ripped and he's been like boxing a lot and training and stuff. And he started doing a lot of like uh like fights um in smaller leagues. I don't know what the fuck. At one yeah, point he was there's like a lot, of, no. a lot of different promotions when it comes to boxing and yeah. MMA, things like that. Yeah, a lot of and like- then he uh at one point he fought uh, as an undercard on a fight that was like. Not, I don't think it was like nationally broadcast, but it was on like Telemundo and like, oh. like channels like you know in Mexico and stuff. 
Uh, and it was always scary whenever I knew that he was going to fight. Cause I was like, fuck, is he going to like, like, I don't want to see him get knocked out. Like that would really, I don't ever, I don't know if he ever got knocked out. I think he ended, he retired or whatever. Cause it just wasn't for him anymore. And I think he was like eight Oh and one or some shit like that. And he it's, was fucking yeah, yeah. It's hard, man. I mean, I like, we have guys at my gym that go and compete in like in, in bigger competitions. We had, we had a squad that just went to the, uh, to the Netherlands to compete in the combat Sambo Championship League. That sounds cool. Which is like basically Jean Claude Van Damme definitely has been there. No, maybe uh, Sambo. For people who aren't familiar with Sambo, Sambo is like what um, it, it, I'm trying to figure. Fedor uh, Fedor uh, Milenko, I think, used to like be a Sambo guy. Um, it's basically like wrestling with a lot of leg locks, a lot of leg stuff. But then they've a lot of these people are trying to figure out how to make it a little bit more dynamic. So now there's combat Sambo and now combat jujitsu. <laughs> so it's not MMA in that you're still wearing like bigger pads, but you're allowed to take people down and, and do ground and pound stuff. I'm not hundred percent familiar on the rules, but like it's weird to see people you train with like take the like, shit out of punch it. someone a couple times, take them to the ground and then like, fuck him up. You're like, whoa, this is like real shit. Like, that guy can fuck me up. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's scary as shit. It's crazy. It's upsetting, yeah. though, because last time we talked about this, I was saying that we were pushing him. Uh, his name's Brandon Chu. Yeah. And we were pushing him to be... Pikachu. We were, no, that's, uh. that's a little too on the nose. Uh, we were pushing him thing. to be, yeah, Brandon's the sleep train, Chu. Your ticket to a better night's sleep. Chew, chew, which is fucking it's very man. long for the announcer to say. <laughs> well, no, but like that's the thing. Well, the announcer like, he just said the announcer just goes, yeah. Brandon, the sleep, the sleep train, train, chew, and then everyone else. You can see it on the on and the everybody web- else says on well, the no. website. You could chew, see chew, like a chew, ticket chew. to a good night's sleep. Yeah, like, exactly. It's kind of but like a, the, the the crowd just goes chew. You know what I mean? Yeah, gotcha. uh, the, but, the footer says that. But they were not okay with it legally, so it is now the night train. Which is that's pretty cool. cool. It's still your ticket to a better night's sleep. That was okay for them. I bet they don't know how legal things work. Well, I'm sure they were just like, yeah, we really don't want to get sued by sleep, sleep train. Sleep train doesn't exist anymore. It's fair. It's gone, dude. Someone, Wait, owns, what was it? Someone owns the patent to it. Somebody bought uh, the sleep copyright. Train. But like, yeah, sleep it was, it was a mattress down. thing in, in the Bay Area. Yeah. Oh. Sleep train mattresses. Your ticket to a better oh. night's sleep. That's why I didn't understand. Choo oh. choo. Brandon. Yeah. I, I knew it was, I thought Sleep Train was like a <laughs> fucking punch you in the I think it was like a running back or something. I'm jacked for no, it, man. No. I, it's one of those things where I, I, if I knew him a little bit better, I would love to train with him a little bit because I know he, I think he. He'd love that, man. I, I Yeah, I know. It's, it's just, it's he doesn't train at my gym. He trains jujitsu a little bit, but it would be cool <laughs> to do a little bit more. Glass window the I've been thinking about doing more striking stuff. Like there's uh, my, my gym now, uh, they just took over a big uh, kickboxing gym over on Van Ness. And so now they've. They've torn it down, redone it, and now we actually have an MMA component to what we do. So I've taken a couple uh, kickboxing classes, and it's so fun. But, dude, if you think jujitsu looks scary, wait until you see someone who knows what they're doing kick a heavy bag. And that whap sound that you hear, like, that could be my fucking face. Like, that's – like, I took a class the other day, um, and I forgot the instructor. I think it was Charlotte was her name. Tiny. Kicked the bag I was holding, and I was like, motherfuck. Like, that hurts and I'm holding pads, like thick pads in front of myself. Like if she kicked my fucking lungs with that, I wouldn't, I'd, it would crack my ribs. It would just be fucking horrible. That's the thing. Is I've, so seen, I've seen Brandon fight multiple times now. And when he fucking kicks, his leg just like turns into a it's baseball a whip, bat. Man, yeah. Yeah. Like, it's Whack. insane. Nick, here's so the thing. Fun. Like I appreciate your, uh, your go-getter sort of personality. Mm-hmm. You want to be out there. You want, mm-hmm. Or you could come say Washington, D.C. The division needs you, Agent. Yeah. Listen, I, I don't don't think that when I'm getting my face smashed into a mat by a dude twice my size that I don't think I could be just on my couch right now playing yeah. a game with Andy <laughs> and Greg. But you know, it's I mean for me you it's have to fun. Play with Fran too. Uh, I'd, I'll take the face smash. <laughs> you know, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the kind of funny podcast each one. and every week. Thank you for 
best friends gather on this table, each bringing a random topic of whatever's happened in their lives to talk to you. Can you not talk while I'm doing the outro? Because you throw me off. I thought we were fucking friends. We are friends. We are friends. Stop doing that when people are outroing your intro, Nick. It's not as bad as when Kevin does it. You know what I mean? Well, like Kevin goes, go to soundcloud.com and I say, kind of funny AF and subscribe. <laughs> and then he looks at me with just a searing hatred. <laughs> if you like the show, head over to patreon.com slash kind of funny where a couple of bucks can get you early access to watch us record it live with all the screw ups and everything else we mess up. And of course, you can get it ad free that there Tuesday. If you have no bucks to toss our way, no big deal. You can get the show with ads on youtube.com slash kind of funny roosterteeth.com and podcast services around the globe. Thank you. Around. Every Friday. The club. Until next time, we're going to do the post show right now for them Patreon people. But no, it's been our pleasure to serve you. <laughs>